think we are back. Holly, can you give us a mic check? I'm back. Okay, cool. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry. Do I need to be more? We return now to the no, podcast. No, you did it perfect. It's just everybody said they're back. <laughs> we are now. My fault. We are back. so back that it hurts. <laughs> We're back with nerve pain? Oh, this takes me back. That's what I would say if I ever had back pain. Hello and welcome to the Emotive Pixels Podcast. This week we're talking about Need for Speed, the 2015 reboot of all the old cool things that made Need for Speed fun one time. Oh, we were supposed to play the new one? (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I played the first one. (laughs) Uh, This week's discussion will be, I guess, mildly spoiler-heavy if you're really preoccupied with the final scene of the game. Um... We begin this week with introductions. Who is with me today? I'm your host, Nate Stevens. Will Atkinson. And I'm Paulie Kroll. Sweet. I'd like to ask this week what the worst car accident each of us has been in. I will go last. Will, how, how bad has it been for you? Um, so I had a couple bad ones, particularly when I was young. Wait, what? Like, <laughs> um, oh. Like, I like to pretend I'm older now and wiser and a better driver. So, but um, not like young but, as in like zero to ten. No, um, like first driving. Oh. Um, probably the worst one I was in, I, um, it, it's, I definitely didn't yield well enough, but there was this guy on this little back road in, in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and he was going like 60 down to 35, and T-boned me, and I spun about 270 degrees. Although I had a similar thing in a cab where I wasn't driving, um, where I got T-boned and spun a whole bunch of degrees right in the middle of downtown, which is p- pretty cool, too. So that's probably about the extent of my Wait, horrific crashes. Both how, of those vehicles were totaled. How angry was the cabbie having been crashed into? Because I feel like cabbies are, like, by default angry people. Um, he was initially, like, Phased. wild and crazy, and he was, like, running around at everybody on the scene and making sure we were okay and figuring out what the hell was going on with the other party. It was kind of it was kind of crazy because um, he, the cabbie got T-boned, and then because that – or somebody ran the light yeah. and T-boned our cabbie in the middle of the intersection, and because that their SUV was in the middle of the intersection, another SUV coming – our way t-boned them directly afterward oh. and so the whole intersection got crazy um but Did you he was a- running around making sure everybody was okay and then by the end of the things like another cabbie showed up and kind of was like <laughs> and then by the end of it he was like oh oh my neck hurts i need to and then got carried off in the hospital so you know oh so you were all right though did you get a free ride uh, I, yes i did not pay for that ride and Good. then walked home the rest of the way which wasn't too far so but did you notice that you were walking not in the straight line? Well, I was really drunk, which is why I was in the cab in the first place. Oh, so. <laughs> good. Then you were probably fine. Um, and the other driver might have been as well. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, so, yeah, oh, that was that's fun. That's kind of cool. Well, um, kids, don't let your friends drive drunk. I uh, My worst accident um, 
was my buddy had just turned 21 and we went out um this was when i was living back on the east coast we went out to an apple harvest festival which oh was pretty much God. just um it's so east coast yeah it was pretty much just a uh did you play cornhole no no they cornhole wasn't big over there it was mostly beer pong i think cornhole See, is the like fact a, that you know what cornhole is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um so it was pretty much just an excuse to go drink and we did and then uh it was time to leave and he was trying to drive and i was trying to tell him no nah, it's, it's your birthday um you shouldn't drive and whatnot i'll have my sister come pick us up and he insisted on it we had two other people with us so they eventually talked me into if he um messes up driving at all then we'll just get out and then you can call your sister and we can get a ride <laughs> so i was drunk enough Great to go plan. for that yeah it was a really, it's a really good plan so that We're driving out. down yeah. the highway at about 80 it's miles like, an hour. It's like oh. that commercial where they're like, oh, they're like driving the car and they're like, okay, we're about to get in a wreck in 13 seconds. Everybody put their seatbelts on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that commercial, but I, yeah, oh, pretty it's much. Great. <laughs> um, so we're driving down, down the highway at about 80 miles an hour and he's like getting a call and he's trying to answer it. And I'm like, fuck. And we're coming up on a, um, a oil tanker like one of the shorter oil tankers in front of us. So like I freak out and I'm like, stop. Oh, I shouldn't have said his name. <laughs> Cut that out, please. <laughs> so I'm like, person, stop. person, stop. <laughs> I don't care. He, we'll just he, beep he's it not going to listen to this. And uh, so anyway, um, so I tell him to stop and he like swerves the wheel out and oh. goes to the left of the tanker, but then it cuts back and we go right underneath the tanker. Oh! So the, the next thing I know, I was smoking cigarettes at this point, so I'm taking a <laughs> super slow motion drag of my cigarette while the back tire of the tanker is slowly spinning, crushing my windshield. And I see this, and I'm just like... And the next thing I know, we I like... I really need to stop smoking. <laughs> next thing we know, I know we like shot out and we spun around a bunch of times, and then like we're, we're in a ditch. And... Um, so the driver asked me. And the tanker just took off. The, the, <laughs> the, the tanker stopped, like jammed on the brakes and stopped down the down the way a little bit. And the driver asked me, "Paulie, do you have a cigarette?" I was like, "Yeah." And I gave him a cigarette. And then he said, "All right, I have to go." And then he left. <laughs> so I that was actually just what I needed. So I was going to stop at the like, next convenience uh, store, but this is much more convenient. <laughs> So I didn't know what to do, and I was also drunk. So in my uh, panic, I followed him. So we ran into the woods, and we left the two guys that were fine in the back seat. In the back seat, and we oh, ran through the woods, no. and it was a whole adventure. Wait, who did you follow? The oil tanker? Was no, just, the driver. Drove off the driver the of the car. Oh, he just cut and ran. Yeah, he just okay. ran. He didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, so we went through the woods, and eventually we got picked up, and he had fallen down a bit of a cliff and went into a river, and he was all cut up and bruised and everything like that, and I was, like, completely fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> So we get picked up by these girls, and they're like, hey, Joe, are you all right? You're, like, shirt's torn and everything. And he's like, I'm like, yeah, he's all right. They're like, are, are you all right? I was like, I'm a little hungry, <laughs> but I'm all right. I, I need so, Taco Bell. And you so, were like, Nate, if you could – get over to the, that ledge then <laughs> so quite a story but um but yeah that was the worst so now whenever i pass an oil tanker i'm scared of going around it because i've had things gonna crush me. uh wow that's pretty terrible um my worst is definitely the reason there hasn't been very many podcasts uploaded recently uh which is uh just a little over two months ago now i was in indonesia riding scooters really far up north in the rural part of the island and i made a bad pass and drove directly into another scooter at like I guess I was going about 60 at the time. So I flipped over the handlebars, landed on the road, 
and apparently scooter to scooter collision scooter to scooter collision there's got to be a phrase impressive. for that i know that's a very specific S- target collision no nope. uh, i gotta that rework that keep trying uh but apparently when i exited my vehicle um some part of their vehicle connected with my person and it scooped out a bunch of my upper leg and ruptured my femoral artery. So as I flew through the air, scooped it was just... Scooped is a nice way to put that. Yeah. I think it was the fe- like the, the wheel well. So it really was like a scoop. Oh. Yeah. So well, when you as say I it like that, it just sounds air, it was like... like spraying oh. blood everywhere. <laughs> like, like kind of almost, according to the guy behind me, almost the video game level of just like bloodshot. Because <laughs> your femoral artery in your leg is kind of powerful as it turns out. So I landed on the That's ground. kind of important. One of then, the yeah. most. And then I woke up and I was like, oh my God. And I like crawled off the road and my friend's like, oh my God, he's alive. That's crazy. And I was like, oh, it must be bad. And then I looked down and I was like, oh. And then Did you pass I went out? to, no. Really? They told me if I fell asleep, I would die. Well, that seems like a good reason not to. Yeah. I was like, okay. But so then also. One of my friends was like on duty to like. With that much blood loss. Talk the whole like. time. Well, so when I finally got to a hospital, spoiler alert. They put back, uh, what was it? They put back eight and a half liters of blood in me, which the doctor was like, I don't see how that's possible. And then the nurse was like, oh, big white boy. <laughs> and I was like, boy, I'm really glad everyone in the hospital speaks English. Um, uh, yeah, and so that was really harrowing. And we went through uh, a couple, like, witch doctors first, like places that, so my friends put on a tourniquet at the side of the road. And then at the first place we went to, because we, like, yelled hospital, hospital to, like, the very friendly locals that we found that helped uh, put me in their car, which I don't know if I would have done, considering the amount I was bleeding, but that's that's a whole nother. You mean you wouldn't have put I wouldn't have put a, a, a me in my car, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, at the first hospital, they're like, okay, 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 come in here, come in here. And so I went into the room, and the first thing they did was take off the tourniquet and stare at me. Oh my god. That's like, okay. Which really led to the conclusion that I think in Bali they just build like clinics and then just put people in them. Like, not trained doctors, just normal people. <laughs> they like stack it with stethoscopes and figure they'll figure it out yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah, they'll have fun. They'll level up on their own. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then we were like, they just need to kill a few rats first. <laughs> uh, and so oh then, Lord. that was good. So then we went to the next hospital, and then they were really preoccupied with getting x-rays of my elbow, and we were like, we, we need to, like, fix the bleeding. This is the thing, thing first. Yeah, like yeah. that. And so then that's when he said Western Breathing, Hospital, bleeding. and they were like, they're like, okay, well, that's a three-hour ride down south, and I was like, legit gonna die. <laughs> yeah. But then I didn't die, and also the driver made it in, in an hour and a half by driving 100 miles an hour through the mountains. Were you all right with that? Uh, I was in the back. I couldn't see anything, and I kept hitting my head against things because the driver, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a blast. And then I made it to the hospital, and then I spent two weeks there in the ICU, and then I flew back to America Economy, and then I spent a month and a half at... Can you even fit in Economy? No. It was awful. I think that plane flight was worse than any part of the accident leading up to it, <laughs> including the unannounced enemas. Well, no, it's got to be scary. What? I mean, you're sitting there, Did you're probably still bleeding, right? How is this a thing? Oh, so That's it, not cool, man. From the, from the transfer, so they promised me that I'd have 
Are we just going to go into the whole story right now? <laughs> sure, why <Okay>. not? <laughs> Need for speed. Uh, so in the hospital, they told me that how this works normally for normal humans. Kids drive slowly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Don't get on a scooter. Absolutely. Um, they said that what happens is you get, uh, that airlines will give you a business class upgrade and the hospital will sign a form and you go to the airport and you hand it to them and they give you a business class upgrade. And if you tell like, me that they were overbooked for that flight, I swear to God. Well, no, it wasn't even. Well, they might have been, but they were like, "Oh yeah, that that is how it works. Uh, that'll be fifty five hundred dollars, sir." And I was like, "Insurance <laughs> 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 uh, <shit>. ticker." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I can't do that." I, I was told that this would be free, and they're like, "No," and I was like, "Not even with this medical form that says I need to." And they're like, "No," and I was like, "Wow." Wow, that's that's fuck, crazy. Fuck Eva Air. Yeah. So then... No, you must die instead. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was only five hours. So we and, flew from and Denver. And for podcast Pacific listeners day. who can't see you, you're like a, a, a short giant. Yeah, so you're probably standing in that chair in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, like, sir. You don't have enough money to live. <laughs> well, so oh, at the hospital that I ended up like getting my operation done at, they made us pay up front 10 grand. Hmm. Which apparently is how it used to work in America up until the 80s. Like, payment was done up front. Which is logical, you know, but if, heartless. If, the, if you're pretty sure your patient's going to die before he can pay you, it seems like a good plan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that yeah, that's fair. Um, Third world problems. So, to just answer your question briefly, the first five-hour leg... Also, I was like... I asked the flight attendant. (laughs) I asked the flight attendant, hey, do you have anything I could elevate my leg on? Because it was like not elevated and swelling. And I had compartment syndromes too. So open wounds that were just bandaged up. And uh, they're like, no, I'm sorry, sir. And I was like, there's there's no way there's fucking nothing on this plane that I can put my goddamn foot on. This, what I should have thought of was luggage. Or they just, at like, least ripped some strangers' luggage down and like, I need this. They at least have the vests, right? Blow a couple of those things up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. That's exactly what I should have done. And then I got to... Excuse me, sir. I'm commandeering this vest. <laughs> I got to the Taipei airport and then my knee started bleeding. Like blood started dripping out of the bandages. And I was like, hmm. So then they gave me... For that leg of the flight, they gave me a couple seats across that I could lay down on. But, like, not all the armrests went up. So it was kind of like, you could just imagine, like, a six foot seven man laying across not enough seats with my foot that I couldn't feel sticking out in the aisle and, like, the big heavy carts running into it. And then a couple times I had to pee, but I couldn't walk, so I had to, like, use the urinal I brought. But, like my arm was also completely shattered so I couldn't get my pants down and I was like doing the wiggle with like the little airplane blanket over me and then I'd like get so stressed and scared because I was in the middle of economy that I couldn't pee that I would like fall asleep there in like some sort of stress coma and then the the urinal would fall out of my hand and I'd wake up being like oh shit was there turbulence I can't lose that I need to piss and then I'd like have to grope around on the floor for it and one time I almost fell out of my seat onto the broken arm wow. and then I got back I don't know if I could ever complain about a flight. Went to the (laughs) hospital. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, And then they did a bunch of surgery, and they were like, "At this point, they were still like, oh, you're going to be fine in two weeks, right?'" Yeah, all the Balinese doctors were like, "Oh, yeah, this is no problem. You will heal up nice and be all be all good, I think." (laughs) And then I like checked into Harborview the night I got back, 
and the Seattle, first surgery in the Seattle morning hospital yeah seattle like yeah super hospital the, the, oh my gosh it's the best in the morning the first thing out of surgery they're like uh sir other than your unbearable pain because we forgot to give you any pain medication um you're gonna have to have a leg amputation and i was like to, to who, what, what? <laughs> And then I stayed there long enough that I didn't have to have one. And now I'm walking on a bum leg. Woohoo! Yeah, way to go, Nate. Careful with scooters. Be careful with scooters, kids. And if you feel uncomfortable on a scooter, don't take one. I was really nervous about it. And then as soon as I got on it, I felt fine. But like the moment I stepped away from the scooter every time, I was like really uncomfortable about getting back on it. You know what that's like? I don't know how to explain that. No, but... Have you it, ever ridden a motorcycle? Also, no. Oh. I have seen somebody do uh, have a hell of a incident with the ground on a motorcycle. Oh, so my aunt died on a motorcycle, so I'm not allowed to ride motorcycles. I on, would I on would. the motorcycle or off the motorcycle. Well, she fell off the motorcycle. <laughs> Good question. I ran into a guy at the hospital that was like, "Oh, I'm not going to do his accent." What happened to you? And I was like, "Oh, I got in a scooter accident." And he's like, oh, "Me too." And I was like, well, what happened to you? And he goes, I had a stroke while riding. Huh. And I was uh. like, did, did you fall off? And he goes, yes, of course I fell off. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, d- I didn't really know what would happen. I don't know. You could ghost ride a bike for pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. And it was, the cops found me. I was doing left-hand circles. Because <laughs> only part of my body. Oh, Lord. That's amazing. Well, uh, way to be alive, Nate. So yeah, hey, thanks thank for you. being alive. I, I, I'm honored. We to be appreciate here. that because somebody needs to edit these podcasts. Oh, I think that's really Will you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord. Uh, so yeah, with all that being said, Polly, how does this game end? <laughs> <laughs> Need for Speed, right? Uh, I don't know. Ninety-seven was a long time ago. Was it ninety-four? Ninety-three? Right. The first one? Ninety-two. <laughs> um. This game ends. Should I mention that I didn't beat the game? No, I'll keep that one secret. Of us. No, I don't think any of us have seen the end. We tried. I think we all made noble efforts. Oh, yeah, but, we made good um, strides. I, from what I was thinking, I was right nor- near the end. Like, I thought the Amy missions were the thing that was like, tell me where the end of the game was. And I, I'm like two or three from the end. Or, well, all right, well, the, 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 left, if you get the last card, other... remember, so you guys are kind of new to racing <laughs> games. I'll give you a little bit of a pass. Once you get the last car, you've beaten the game. If the okay. game's plot doesn't address <laughs> that, that's a fault of the game. <laughs> this game doesn't have case, a storyline. I, I mean, it's, a, it. it's a FM. Should we go over like the plot of the game? Um, yeah, let's kind of talk about is. what's happening here. It's a... Uh, it's, uh, Story that's mostly comprised of a mix between FMV video. I don't know if it's Pretty gorgeous allowed FMV, to be called right? FMV anymore. I don't or, know either. <laughs> it's, it's really... I called it FMV video, right? and her story, and then the rest, is, yeah. But anyway, video. Uh, actually, it's real live actors. It's actually... I was really her surprised... Her story doesn't even have emotion. Emotion or motion? Motion. Oh. Um, so you have... Wait, uh, is that when the camera moves? I assumed so. What does FMV stand for? Well, full, full motion, motion video is yeah, the what? actors move. Is what I always thought. It's not like no, the that can't be moving. it. There wasn't because there wasn't an intermediate phase before that where the actors like they filmed people, but the <laughs> actors were not able to fully ambulate. There was though. There was old games where it's like 
very just the mouth just pictures and stuff. Yeah, it's like and pictures and text and pictures and text and stuff like that. So then it would be full like motion, old uh, adventure okay. games. Yeah. Okay. I that, guess that it's out. the people I don't know, that are moving. Stupid. I didn't realize. <laughs> for some for some reason, I thought it was the camera. <laughs> I, I my brain always said be, full yeah. motion, as in there are everything in the scene is moving because it's nothing. None of it is a static image. It's all real sure. real life cells that are comprising all these objects that you see before you it's one of those terms like digital downloads which is just kind of digital you don't know about digital downloads i'm just trying to i mean i i've heard of them that. could you <laughs> oh my god could you all right, i'm kicked off <laughs> um but anyway so you there's know about a cast. Those, you know about those analog downloads no because we don't do it like that <laughs> So, full motion video is just a narration technique that relies upon pre-recorded video files rather than sprites, vectors, or 3D models. So, I think anything with, like, a video file, like so, where it's, yeah, using video codecs would so be I thought FMV. The, the quote-unquote FMV in this game was cool because they, like, put your rendered car in the video, like, on the fly. That is cool. So, so I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know. I wonder how they did that. Like, are these um, just straight-up video files with, like, that rendered into them somehow? Like, what? So, you when you do the... Y- you basically put the camera on a track, so it's all automated, so it knows exactly which direction it's pointing. And so then, when you know the track of the camera, you can build a 3D world and then just overlay that on top of your video source. Was it a 3D world, or was it just the car that was there? Right. Was it right, just but the car you, I figured they the... just had a car with, like, a green tarp over it, and then you could just green screen <laughs> some graphics up on it. <laughs> yes, because that's every how, car is that's how things the work, right? The F40 but that's what totally the tarp... The tarp could, like, cover up things. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. <laughs> I like that idea. I would like to see that version of the cutscenes. <laughs> And then, oh lord, unsee it. Plot? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, so, right. what? what are, yeah. Who are the characters in this game? So, uh, pretty much, you are introduced I to this. Played the game. I still game don't really answer that question by uh, being in a race, and you're invited to a party by one of the characters, Spike. Um, later on, you meet uh, Amy, Robin, um, Manu, and Travis. And this is kind of like a. A group of friends who are all into underground street racing, and they all want have their own. Conveniently, they have their own skill sets. They're all into different stuff, and they all have their own idols that they want to impress. So, pretty much, the plot of the game is being the ultimate street racer, or the ultimate icon. I think is what they call it in there. Um, to uh, master all these disciplines of racing, disciplines being like Spike likes. Uh, and once to, you become the ultimate street racer, you can go. Join the school in Danganronpa, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yep. canon. That's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. Um, but uh, like Spike wants to race fast, and Manu likes driving around corners doing Gymkhana, and I don't know. Robin kind of likes to drive with people. I guess is yeah, her I think thing. She's just the social lady. <laughs> yeah. Um, but pretty much they all have like their own missions for you. So all this story with air quotes is um brought to you through fmv and also there's a in-game cell phone network social app that can that's part uh voice chat and part text messages which i found quite we'll talk about it later i'm sure but it's kind of hard to get story while you're in the middle of a race yeah for me at least 
hey polly what's going on yeah let's talk I'm, on the phone I'm, while you're I'm trying to right race <laughs> yeah okay well i'm just gonna keep talking <laughs> uh, i'm gonna actually add manu in here uh he wanted to say something nonsensical about nothing <laughs> all right or kids. maybe he wanted to offer you an but initiative. anyway uh Don't eventually phone and drive eventually the uh, spoiler of course you become the ultimate icon and at the end after spike gets mad at you because he realizes that he's worthless um oh. but then travis tells him no because he's doing good we're noticed then he feels all better and you guys take a selfie and game over i think is that how this ends very cool it strikes a great balance between serious like some of the old like I don't know if Midnight Club is the best example to use. Like some of the old Need for Speeds, actually, uh, and like cheesy. Can I kind of? But I don't know. It, the 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 video kind of bothered me a little bit at the beginning. I was digging it, but then as it got further into it, and they started getting like their serious acting on, I was uh, like, "Wow, they're serious about this, aren't they?" Um, but I was surprised. I found out Amy is actually like an actress that's also in Game of Thrones. I don't know if anybody noticed that. Um, so they're like, they, they're, they're actors. They're, they're into it. Um, whereas huh. I'm, but, but I think what you're talking about is older FMV games where it's kind of like super cheesy to the point where it's like trying to be cheesy almost yep. like the old, uh, command and conquer red alert oh is what comes to mind immediately. Um, but also like, uh, what is the, the gun game, the old light gun game. That's a great example of that. House of the dead. No, cause no, it's not FMV. It's like, uh. A- it's like a oh, western Wild shooter. West, yeah. yeah. Mad th- Dog McCree. Mad Dog McCree. Yeah. I'm thinking of Who Shot Johnny Rock, which was the same time frame. All right. Lord. I'm not familiar with that one. It was more like a 30s kind of thing. But um, I-, I thought it was fun. It was a good idea. I just didn't like the execution of it as far as the story, the the, the what would, video aspect of it goes. So what would have made you like it better? If it felt more realistic as like... So you would have liked almost more serious in a way. It was, well... Either that or more comical, but they did like a straight right line balance middle. that wasn't. I didn't feel like they were like super serious about like being the best racer and pounding energy drinks and. I don't know. It was. I. I just didn't. Didn't. Couldn't get into it. So I'm gonna just put this out there. You guys can feel free to make fun of me all you like, but uh, part of one why I like racing games and two why I like FMV is because I kind of expect an odd there crossover. to be. Hmm, how should we put this? I kind of expect there to be some, like, hot racing chicks in the FMV. Like, oh, that's... Oh, okay, congratulations. Robin here. or Amy? Uh, yeah, so the problem with this is that everybody just looks plain and no, nothing looks interesting in the FMV, and I don't I don't really what? have any, like... I, what, what did you think was interesting about the FMV? They're like, a couple of normal-ass dudes standing around a pool hall, a couple of normal-ass dudes sitting in a garage couple is like okay i uh, i just it didn't feel like a reward for what i was doing it didn't feel like you wanted it wasn't interesting there wasn't any you like female eye candy as a reward for uh because that was that was like all the old right for so games. <laughs> yeah so, so on one side you wanted like, real good graphic female eye candy though like oh. real life it's the bmx triple x of the racing games right <laughs> <laughs> Well, if that's what you were expecting, I can imagine being let down when, like, Amy just, like, talks about uh, this technical racer that she loves so much she memorized all his, like, Japanese speeches. Um, So, like, on one hand, on on the one side of me that's like, oh, at least they're not objectifying women in this game. On the other hand, I'm like, 
Yeah. Although, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, No, you're right. But I felt like she was more like the dressed up, down I guess she was like dating two people, so that's kind of a thing, maybe. But I don't know. She she didn't seem... I don't know if she was dating two people. There was like this whole thing where there were a bunch of people who were trying to... Spike got mad? Are you talking about when Spike gets mad because you're at her trailer <laughs> i think nice. basically yeah <laughs> anyway so it's like i'm i'm uh what's the word i just feel like both Amy. ways about it that's what on I think. one hand i'm like congratulations you are making sure that there are not any like sex symbols and there's n- none of this is like gratuitous and or shitty or in shitty and so it's a good job on the other hand i'm like what the fuck am i watching these videos for i see what you're saying i i I felt the lack of fun i don't know if it's for the same reasons as you for me it was more like they i feel like they had like a i don't know like a real world spin to it or something like that where they're like oh yeah this is my trailer do you want some pizza um and they were like very like focused on like making sure to fist bump you the character because the camera perspective was you and like i feel like that made the stories come off so so cheesy but at the same time they were trying to be earnest about it which i it just didn't seem fun at all do you guys notice Um, there's a there's a storyline where uh, not a storyline there's like a a running joke where every time they're like oh dude i gotta show you this thing on on youtube or whatever their thing is and they it's they just like sits and loads and they're like ah fucking technology <laughs> every single time <laughs> there was one like six really or funny. seven times where he's like that too, but there's one time when the video like, actually works <laughs> i was like really oh the video is gonna work this time like i i was that a budget thing or something i don't <laughs> know this one where he's again, like he I looks at the video for be... like three and a half seconds he's like all right whatever <laughs> Again, my I don't know how technology works, but my brain is you just take a cell phone, you put green duct tape on it, and then you could put any image on there, right? That's how this works. Correct? <laughs> that is correct, yes. <laughs> okay. Then again, this is from the man who didn't know how to buy a new car for most of this game. Oh, my God. Uh, so we're going to go right to that? We're going to go right to All that. Right. So this game... I ended up liking the driving in it, but not for a while because I I got my original car, which and was I picked. You have a choice between three cars. You got the what? The the, the BRZ. I got the BRZ. The Fox Body Mustang, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Which fuck that right in the butt. Wait, what? We can just cut out my. You could say profanity. You could say fuck it in the butt. We're I not. What are we living? In I don't the know. What I, I guess. Your... Well, what I should have said is tailpipe. It would have been way funnier if I'd said tailpipe. Uh. It would have been. Okay. A better thing. Um, you just don't like that car? Is that what you're no, saying? No, that was like one of the worst series of Mustangs of all time. Okay. Well, no, it was the precursor to the worst. Anyway, what was the third option? Uh, Honda Civic. Oh, like the 92. Which yeah. W- which one did I pick? <laughs> you guys saw it, right? The, the BRZ. The Subi. So I picked, Smart I mean, choice. I actually kind of wanted to pick the Civic because I always had a little, I have a thing for hatchbacks. Yep. And I was like, I kind of want to drive a Civic. But at the same time, I was like, they have, I could buy any of these cars, right? They right. give me three choices. And I could buy like a brand new Subaru BRZ or I could buy a 92 Civic that yeah, I so could probably in analysis. real life buy like for $500. Um. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't, like, even yourself. though it's fake video game money, I couldn't bring myself to buy, to do that choice. I, I couldn't do it. So I had to buy the BRZ. And I thought that the BRZ was a good car, and I... It is. I used it almost the whole game. It's the... <laughs> it's a beautiful... I, yes. I used it for a while, 
and because I couldn't figure out how to buy a new car, I ended up messaging uh, some people on Facebook, and Will eventually told me you have to press left in the garage. So I realized that you have to back out of the car while you're working on it, and then you have an arrow. So that's how you buy cars, in case anybody didn't figure that out. Um, I just saw the post. Dude, how do I buy a car in this game? What? <laughs> how is that a question? Um, like I was like, is there a point where you buy? I think the question was, is there a point where you buy a car, or am I missing something? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, no, you're Will. At first, at first, Will, you were like, oh, you'll know, or something like that. Well, that and was, I was rude. like, no. You said something. I don't think it was you know, but it was something where I was like, I don't, I don't know. I should have a car by. The, I knew I should have had a car by this point. Because I was like, you know, I've almost upgraded oh, no. this car it's completely. Like, they tell you to buy a car and you didn't know how to do it? Isn't, no. Isn't that the spot? I don't think there was a point where they told me to buy a car. They gave me... You have to You have to buy... No, they didn't give me... A, I didn't get the Porsche yet. The Porsche from one Nakai of the icons. San. Yeah. What was yeah. that? Nakai San. You have to buy that car. Yeah. For zero dollars. But It was before that point. But I wasn't I doing Amy's missions, so I didn't get that right away i was i was focusing oh. on um spikes missions because i thought that was the the main plot of the game but we'll get to that so eventually once i started buying cars i ended up liking the driving in the game a lot better um i i ended up getting a impreza because i like hatchbacks and then i finally got a corvette which was like game changing yeah completely game changing um not that any of the cars could kind of control differently because you can tune the cars in this game. I don't want to get into that too much yet. But, um, but yeah, it, it was frustrating, <laughs> to say the least, for being for so long without figuring out how to, how to buy a car. So I went from the starter car and just kept upgrading and upgrading and upgrading that mm-hmm. until I had enough money to buy the most expensive car in the game, which was Ferrari something. The Ferrari F40. Oh, by the way, in case you guys haven't Beautiful figured it out, yo, I don't know shit about cars. And little more than that about racing games in general. So this is an interesting podcast for me to be on. Um, so The time-honored expert, Will Atkins. That's <laughs> how you're going to be introduced. Um, I kind of like screwed myself by doing that because I bought the most expensive car in the game and had no money for a while. And like my my basic starter car wasn't progressing but the missions were just getting harder and harder and my new car didn't have any like mods on it so it could wasn't good enough for these races and so i kind of like i had to go back and how does grind some cash in this game to be able to catch back up so how does difficulty work in this game each mission gets harder is that yes and that, without regard to the car you're in regard to the store the so like if I get mission difficulty doesn't line? depend on your car. So if I get to a high level mission and I go back to an earlier car, it doesn't it doesn't kind of match the field to what I've got. Nope. Interesting. Okay. So there's even, even there's even like a later mission where it's like you need to do this time trial in a car that's under 200 horsepower. Oh, so yeah. those kind you of have to do it with cool. a jalopy. That was one of the only that was one of the only there are there are very few missions in this game. There are very few races in this game. Uh, which require any anything about your car and there's like one where you need to buy this part and then do the race there's you need to buy a jalopy and do this race um but in general basically the better your car the the better your car the better i think that's kind of a bummer it's a bit of a bummer particularly because a lot to do with the fact that you only have five garage slots like you can't really build a playing field of each level of car 
I don't so feel we, like this is that kind of game, game, though. Like, they seem to be, like, pushing you towards, like, building your supercar. That's true. It is It is a Need for Speed game, not a... Gran Turismo? Well, that's the extreme example, yeah. Where one car is useless after one race. So we... Um, so it's kind of fun. I saw both of you guys on my leaderboards, and uh, I uh, Nate played a couple of races before... Uh, your trip and then for the most part I was the only guy for a long time and then at the end I saw a bunch of stuff from Polly um, but I, I have this competitive streak in me all the time so I, I looked and I was like oh well Nate came back and he beat me on this race so I went back to like one of the early races and just like smoked, smoked me. him because yeah. I had beat you know, by a minute. I have a, a thousand horsepower car in something that's designed for a, you know 150 horsepower cars that was my like, big problem with the leaderboards because I was like don't even I, I didn't know how to get another car and I was like you know I had a few friends on there and they're just beating the, the crap out of me every time I was like how is this how is this even happening like I'm because I thought I was doing pretty well I was like I'm going around the corner I'm not hitting anything I'm like doing really good and I'm like they're just killing me so then once I got a car I go back and I was like oh I'm just not <laughs> I'm completely outperformed here um and that was kind of a bummer about the the whole uh leaderboard thing because it's like oh like how much can the leaderboard matter if it matters so much on your car? You just get to supercar and then yeah, and then go back and all the suddenly the leaderboard's irrelevant. But it was a lot of fun once I got that Corvette and started just whooping up on the leaderboard. But uh, yeah, that's the thing. So one of the things I did notice about the leaderboards when I was starting because uh, you Nate had played a bunch of these, um, you had set a bunch of score marks, and so you know for all the races i was like ah yeah and then i'd go back and do it two or three times just so i could beat you by a second or two you know just like that was my target and then um when it when it started getting into the drift races like you demolished me you were like an order of magnitude greater than higher than my score i was like what is he i don't even understand (laughs) what are even the mechanics (laughs) of his success and then later in the game uh you got to one of the drift you Polly, got to one of the drift races before me and you had like ninety thousand, and i'm like struggling to get forty thousand in this thing like what the hell i feel like i need like drift lessons like how the this well this that's one thing i thought this game did good was like it didn't teach you at all how to drift, but as I progressed, I got better and better at drifting, and that's something that's hard in racing games for me sometimes. Sometimes I just can't get it, but I don't well, know, getting the feel for, like, braking and, and powering and, and Sliding whatnot. and yeah. when to, yeah. Do you feel like start? you just came to it with, like, foregrown knowledge and, and, and you, yes. you grokked it, you intuited what you were supposed to do? or Yeah, partly that, but I was partly immensely frustrated by... Um. Uh, I felt like the drifting was really fiddly. Well, I, I, I think this is a good I've time. I've kind to, of always had beef with Frostbite as a racing engine. I think this is probably a good time to bring up, like, I feel almost like they didn't know how to tune the racing in this game, so they made it so you can tune your car to be either right. yeah. a drifty car or a grippy car. Right, but neither which, one of them felt right. Well, that's the thing. Like, the um, grippy felt plagued with understeer. I, I played around with it a lot, and I finally was able to find out where I was real comfortable with it, and that's where I feel, like, I don't, I'm not usually not a good drifter in game, but I want to be. Like, I really have a thing for sliding like around corners. You don't, like, jump on trains and go just where the stuff takes you? <laughs> God. 
actually, my One grandfather did that, so I have it in my blood, I suppose. Um, but that uh, is how genetics Jim, work. Jim Kana, Jim Racer. I think. Oh, is that what it is? I oh, think well, if it's a Japanese word. So, this is going to be one of my questions to you guys. So I just jumped the gun here. For the longest time, the entire time, they didn't say it. They just put the word on the screen, and I could have sworn it was a Jim Kahana. And I was like, huh. And then when they... Is that like a, a Hawaiian? <laughs> I don't on? know. And then they finally got to a mission where Amy says it out loud, and it's Jim Hana. Oh. That's what she says. I always Props said Jim Kahana. It is the case. Huh. I don't I, know. So I do want to find out. We got to jump what, back for just a second. Nate had you? for a car. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got to. Uh, I'm. <laughs> we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we're all over the place. Did you end up adjusting your Ferrari to be more drifty? Or um, did you keep it on grip? Toward the end, once I started seeing Polly like destroy me, I started playing around with the tuning more. And like that example, I was like struggling to get up around 50,000 and then completely changed all my tuning and then was able to get up closer to like 80. You still were blowing me away with that 90,000 crap. It was the it was all the Corvette. I couldn't believe how good that Corvette drifts around corners like it's, it's amazing. Cuz that thing's a beast. You can't even it's like got all that power in the rear. You have so much room for error though. You could error though. You can just like pump the gas a little bit and you're just like sliding fully like fully sideways around the corner with your like tires turned all the way to the side. It's so much fun. I started messing with people online really good with that too. What? Yeah. Playing online. We'll have to talk about that in a minute. Yeah. What you asked me about my car? I was your original car. Yeah. What disappointed? You I oh, I definitely picked the BRZ because it's. So we all picked the being, BRZ. Being a fan of Japanese car history, the BRZ is a, a particular favorite of mine. Not knowing anything about cars, I picked that one because it looked pretty, and then I bought the most expensive one. So that's all I <laughs> nailed it. Is this, what's you answer? You know more about cars than me. The BRZ seems very similar to the FRS. Same thing to me. Is Just it slightly different interior features? All right, so it was co-designed by Scion or by Toyota and Subaru. So the Scion FRS and the yeah. So the, it's the same platform, the same engineering, the same racing pedigree. So that car is a spiritual successor to the Toyota AE86 Sprinter Trueno, which was the most which was and still is the most famous drift car in the world. It's an old mid-80s ugly hatchback that just has the perfect weight balance. And it was kind of the original thing that started out drifting being like a real sport. Um, and you'll still see it on the tracks today. It's just it's, it's just a beast. People throw in like a thousand horsepower engines. And, hmm. uh, so yeah, that they that's why that car is so cool to me. Is it's, like a, it's very much looking at that car's history. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I definitely. Of course, I had to pick that, and then I jumped to the the Skyline, which is my favorite car. The uh, the R thirty four. None of that GTR crap. So that was too expensive for me to jump to for the next car. I was actually kind of disappointed because I upgraded it basically fully, and it wasn't as much of a beast as I wanted it to be. So I right now I'm jumping to the not the F forty, but the other Ferrari, the four fifty eight Italia or whatever it is. But I don't. I always want my car to look the coolest, so I wish there was some way to tell if there were any visual styles. Like you can't really get a. I don't know. I was just like, I want to know if this car is going to be worth my money. Yeah. So there's and it, like, a strange. Saves the moment you buy it. And, yeah. There's a strange licensing thing where some of the cars, particularly early in the game, you can 
completely customized. You can change everything you want about it. You can change what the wheel will looks like. You can you can freaking add neon green running lights. You can do there's a like, lot of like you can add giant spoilers to the back of your car. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And then you get to like the Ferrari oh, where it's, the Ferrari. Yeah, you can't do anything to it. But do shit. But Which before we get too much into that, bothers. I think what Nate was saying, like that bothered me too. Um, when you buy the car, you can't like turn it around. You can't. You can't look see at it. it at all. You can't. Uh, same thing with certain upgrades. You can own, like if you're buying like a, a body kit, a rim. All you oh, can yeah. see is a zoomed up thing of the rim. You can't see how it looks with your car. You can't move the camera around at yeah. all. That bothered the crap out of me. Agreed. The oh, what was I going to say? You can't see its performance specs either. Yeah, like no, coming from no the gearhead side, like you're just kind of like, you kind of got to know the car a little bit. I think bit. It, it might <clears> have yeah, shown so par- horsepower, right? I don't, I mean, I, I thought it showed check. horsepower. I'm curious, it might, but. So, so part of why I didn't upgrade at all was because I was a soup, like, I, I souped up that original car. Mm-hmm. I was thinking. Well, first of all, they never pushed me into trying anything else, so I didn't. And then I was under the probably false assumption that if I'm going to spend my money, it's probably better to spend it on a car upgrading the thing that I've already got versus buying a whole new car and starting from scratch. And it's probably not right. I don't, I didn't like this game, didn't throw enough money at me for me to ever feel like I was comfortable like exploring those kind of things about this game you know like older need for speed games would kind of throw a bit more money at you and you'd be able to like fill a garage with every car completely tricked out and it was like it felt like i got to know the game and the game's engine and each of the cars really well because of that but in this i mean first of all you only have five slots in your garage second of all there's only like six cars in the game i don't there's less than 20 i think like, there's not very many. Yeah, and, and they're like, very a lot like of old things like wait, a Volvo S40. Specific, and, yeah, specific cars. Like I was all excited because I saw there was a GTI in the game because I like Volkswagens, and yeah. I was, it was like, oh, it's a 60, 69 yeah. GTI. Like doing so, the moments okay. in car history thing is like cool and interesting if you're Gran Turismo and you have a long biography about each car and you're me and you sit in your basement and you like read every single one. But this game doesn't have that. And the other thing that bothers me about the car selection is it's like. It didn't feel like there's as much of a way to make, like, a sick tuner, like, compete with the upper level of supercars. Whereas, which might not be the most realistic thing, but in the old Need for Speed games, that was always a thing. You could make the sweetest Supra, like, just boss the hell out of whatever other supercars were on the field because it was kind of about what style of car you preferred. Yeah. I definitely didn't get this feel- that feeling at all in this game. No, it- I thought this game would be like that until I was surprised by the Corvette and I was like, this is like ridiculously easy. It makes, it just makes the game easier. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily, uh, doesn't necessarily make me think that it's a better driving car. It's just like, right. Just makes the game easier. Like I could just pretty much hold the gas around the corner and rub the wall and win. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of thing. Which I mean, given the, like the, the deepness of the tuning or how much the car's performance is affected by how you tuned it, which probably isn't the most realistic thing. I guess maybe they felt like the main reason to have different styles of cars was functionally. Like you always knew that if you bought a tuner, it would be like, you know, like a precise gripping machine. And if you bought a supercar, it would probably slide all over the place because it had tons of horsepower. So maybe they felt like that was kind of accounted for. I'm not sure. I don't know. And I could be wrong too. It could be just, I was so good with the Corvette. 
Like maybe that's my style. You were just or something full like of that. Passion about it. Yeah, I yeah. was kind of pretty excited when I bought it. I was like, oh, I have enough money for this. Um, but I'm probably just wrong. I mean, no, oh, man. Um, let's talk about how the game world works. Um, it's an always online, <laughs> no pause button. There's a pause button. It just doesn't, doesn't pause the game. Yeah. <laughs> it, you bring up a phone, which yeah. has a restart race button. Your car just oh, keeps Lord. going, and you see it on the map hitting that. a wall. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I know every time I hit the pause button, I made a mistake. But my brain <laughs> wants a pause button. Yeah. Um, the, my huge problem, though, as far as how that works is the, the reset button. Because the reset button resets the race, but brings you out of the race. It's like almost like I guess it you'd call it instance you. races or something like that. Like you drive to a race or in just the game you back world, to the starting point rather than actually <laughs> starting it, and then you have to load people. it again. It, it it you put hit the restart button, it loads you into the overworld, and then you have to start the game again and load so, it up again. Thank goodness there's no loading so, screen there, but yeah, what? Yeah, there is. Yeah, you there sit is. there and watch the, the, the road, Sorry, the road I mean, go by. When it loads you into the overworld and then you start the race, it just brings up a... And like then it shows you the intro movie for the race. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess which is so, just as bad as a loading screen. Okay. So, so for... Uh, I like, wanted to, like, really expound this. Like, at the beginning of a race, I'll, like, if things aren't going right and I get into a wreck, right? So I get into a wreck and I'm like, okay, I need to restart this race. So I need to watch a five-second video to watch me, my car really did get in the wreck. Yes. Okay. So I sp- watched that video of me getting in a wreck. So so at the beginning of this, I want to restart the race. I watched that three-second, three, five-second video of me in the wreck. Then I go to the home menu. Then I spend 10 seconds waiting for it, the world to load outside. And the whole time I'm holding R1. And so as soon as it pops back up, then I start loading into the map. And then I have another title card. And it's not just a title card, but it also does a little message at the bottom of the screen. Another hashtag or something like so, that. Yeah, the so Twitter it's probably... Thing. 20 30 seconds to to from the point that i'm like okay i need to restart to the time when i'm starting the race again it, it's ridiculous i mean i figured out that it is literally long enough for me to get up off my couch walk into the kitchen grab a coke come sit back down and still see the title card for the race to start i'm like it, ridiculous i mean we're we're spoiled be- yes but I mean, so many games have done like instant reload so much better. A game like this, where like yeah. you can be in the middle of a race doing great, and then you hit a pat, uh, 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 what would you call it? Uh, a, a non- rough spot, a computer car, a traffic car, an uh, AI, civilian car. Oh, an automata. <laughs> Or, or even Automaton. worse, because you're in this world with other people, there yeah. could be somebody going 90 miles an in hour the opposite, opposite direction, direction. Yeah. just out of nowhere. I got Did that happened to you a lot in races? Which I found put a smile on my face more <laughs> than... I'm doing better than that guy. I got T-boned in the very beginning of one, and it's like, what the yeah. heck? There's actually one where I, I went into the loading screen, and as it was loading, like doing the... Getting ready, all of a sudden I heard crash, and I started the race pointed in the wrong direction <laughs> somebody had hit me during the loading screen oh i started i started doing that's that that's amazing people. i and found awful. out that that works <laughs> i started messing with people Man, that's fucked up. i get the the no menu everything's going on thing for when you're for when you're having like when you're connected to other people 
But I don't think it's an excuse not to have that, especially considering a patch added like an option in the menu to play alone. Like I think at that point it should change the mechanics of the pause to actually pause the game. That so, was, oh, sorry. I, w- I was focused a long time on this. Oh my god, this reset cycle is is really bad. Oh, oh, but sorry. I, w- the, I wanted to say something about that. I feel like every game like this, especially where there's like an open world and there's aut- automata and whatever going on, and let alone some of the like the way the striping on the road works, like some of the like exits from the freeways they tell you about like ten feet before, so you're always gonna like crash into the dam. Yeah, I feel like there should always be a hold button to reset race immediately. Function. Yes. Like yeah. it doesn't make it some weird obscure button. Make it a long time to hold. But you hold R three or something. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have to. It should ease, it yeah. should just load back into the it, beginning of the race. And ideally, it's like a um, Hotline Miami thing where you just click the button and Dunk. you start it. Right? Yeah, yeah, or Trials um, is a great example of that too. So, so yeah. I was I was well. focused on this. Okay, I need this reset cycle to be better reset cycle. And then I was thinking, maybe I should so, just not suck. Uh, I'm in kidding. a similar I'm vein, kidding. in a similar thought. The the other thing which would have like lessened my need for that if there was a um and some games have this the holy shit where the track go button oh uh, instant reset uh n- not restart the round reset. but put yeah, me like back on the freaking track. track yeah yeah because there's a couple of times where I would like just miss a turn and all right, of a sudden right, I'm like uh, highway exit fuck? yeah yeah or um. It, there, yeah, there are a couple of those things where. Yeah, that makes sense. If you just and put was, me back on it, right? I, I I would take the three five second penalty and begrudgingly okay with that, and not have to just so that I didn't have to spend two minutes waiting for the the race to reset. Or or if they even made uh, an excuse for why it's like that, like it's an open open world always online game, but I didn't find any interest in either of those aspects <laughs> of the game at all. Like the yeah, world no, wasn't fun. All. There was collectible donuts. Oh, like yeah. you have to do donuts in certain areas or take pictures of scenery. Like I, every time I ever tried to take a picture of scenery, I was kind of excited about that because I, I like had that. a sweet looking car. I had like graphics that I custom put on there and everything like that. I made it say uh, like, uh, emotive pixels across my bumper and everything like that nice so it all line up my thing but it doesn't let you as far as i know it doesn't let you aim those collectible camera spots no that was so like I looking just at the city have a picture of the city <laughs> with like my fender or something like that but where you park in those frames actually affects what's in frame it doesn't snap your car to any place so if you wanted to like, you could and i did that for a while until the patch added an actual drive club-esque like proper photo mode i had a couple yeah. of them where it was like slammed up against the building taking these pictures <laughs> <laughs> crash uh that's pretty good yeah so collectibles what are there they're donuts there's scenery there's like some stolen parts that was another one yeah, of that collectibles. was weird. drive up to a pickup uh, it's it's sad because it made me end up not liking this game whereas i i eventually i really liked the driving in the game like i had fun uh sliding around corners and everything like that but making like i fast traveled everywhere in it because i didn't want to drive around the city for the main reason because it would mess up my car no matter what like you get mud on your car and i hate there's a little cinematic at the beginning of race i want my car to be pretty at least when i start the race my shit was always banged up (laughs) (laughs) they did uh add in in the latest patch that you could drive through garages to fix your car which i did appreciate that a burnout but um but too little too late like it's almost how long six months after the game came out or something like that Um, yeah 
Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't um, find the world interesting, speak- and I didn't... Other than messing with other people who were driving in the world. The other thing that was... Let's talk about... Uh, I felt like should have been in the... in. Sorry, one second. The other thing I feel like should have been part of that open world is the whole... The, the police... Like, yeah, did there the police was like, chases no. ever get cool? No, and did particularly you, toward the end of the go? game, Other when I was when I had my whole Ferrari for speeds have done that way better. How far did you what? go down the outlaw path? Oh, I just started it, so maybe that's that's that is part. They of just it. like force you to do stuff, right? Well, no. Like, for um, eventually, the, for the mission I did in the outlaw path is like get twenty five stuff. So yeah. I had this car, like okay, twenty five my what? for uh, stuff twenty five hundred. <laughs> reputation or money out uh, fines Grand Theft Auto whatever. stars nailed it okay. you had to get three star rating yeah exactly <laughs> um, yeah what okay but so by the, the point in the game where I would run into a cop right and so he would be like we would be at uh, nearly a dead stop so he totally should have pulled me over but I run into this cop so like, okay so then I hold down my hold down the gas and my car just goes <laughs> and I'm immediately on cool down <laughs> I'm like okay yeah. well I had to like do donuts around a cop to oh, get that get, yeah. to get up to twenty five. Like the like, opening levels are too easy for cop. Cha- this is it's so weird because it feels like this is something this series has done so much better. But I want to hear more about going down the outlaw path first. They, they started more. off the outlaw path wrong because I thought the same thing that it was just always going to be that. So like eventually I started doing that same thing. I had my Corvette and like this cop, this worthless cop, is like chasing me around as I'm doing donuts around the gas station. <laughs> and he's just following me around for a good like five minutes. And I'm That's exactly going, how I'm, it was. I'm backing up as far as I can and I'm just right. slamming Smash. into him. Like head on, slamming into yeah. him and he flies into the wall and then he tries trotting after me. <laughs> and I'm like, eventually I'm like, alright, and I... I like drive all around the area and i finally see a roadblock so you have to smash through like two roadblocks or something like that um so you do that dumb stuff and then eventually i've like, never seen next a roadblock thing you know, well, so that's the thing i if saw if it, if bike strips a, on the loading screen and i was like huh yeah if there is gotta a, get better if a roadblock is just not two cops sitting in the road i've never no, seen one. it's like barricades there's like actual uh roadblocks that you can't drive through they put up like cement blocks and stuff like that that you can't I, drive i through. was wondering there's a comment there's two different kinds, smash yeah. you and smash it or something. Some dumb comment. Yeah. The... Um, oh. So what you have to do, like the first couple of missions is you get so many, so much cops after you or keep them um, following you for so long, which pretty much, like you said, just driving slowly while cops are behind you, <laughs> which is like the weirdest mechanic. But eventually like the outlaw thing starts sending you texts that's like, all right, um, try doing this time trial with the cops following you. And then the cops get a little bit better and they're, strategically placed throughout the route of the race so it's an actual race that you load up and then like they have like uh oh now you're gonna taunt the cops by doing a drift challenge while the cops are following you and stuff like that so it's pretty much the same races just with cops and stuff like that but it is way better than how the outlaw path starts and the cops do get better do they only get better during the missions or uh, you didn't really do free free world stuff i don't really know because like like regardless of how good they got by the time i figured this out my car was way too good to like for anything to touch me Uh, i feel like if i just had time i could have beaten the game and it was kind of sad but um but what games is open uh, this is kind of a topic change but what games is open worlds have interested you like what grand theft auto is a huge one of course gta what specific have you played any open world racing games that you felt were more intriguing do you are you into the open world format at all um, i remember liking midnight club oh like three 
I don't know which one it was. There okay. was an open world midnight club that I liked. So what made that interesting to you? Because I remember being bored with the midnight club world. Probably I mostly because it was just L.A. I can't recall. Um, Paradise is pretty awesome. Paradise is, is a great one. I would, I would, and the thing Paradise did is it has events at every intersection. So you pull up and rev your engine and you start an event. So inherently the world is more valuable to navigate even if you fail your even if you fail an event you're you can just yeah Sad, sadly i i do like the old burnout games but i never had the opportunity to play paradise so that's probably would be a big one but because of that i can't think of any other open world racing games that like would excite me like i would be way more excited about a racing game where it's like a track <laughs> and you race okay. it so it's not something that they could have well, really well, the other like, problem done with a lot. Open to. so open world racing games is like knowing where to go. Like you said earlier, like yeah, you there's been so many times where it's just like the I don't feel like either both the mini map and the blue line on the road both like did not tell me where I was supposed to go in time to actually make it. Yeah, I never mind if it drives a... you straight into an oncoming truck. Well, I kind of my well, little. My little humble brag. I'm, I was kind of wondering. I was like, "Damn, is my TV too big?" Because I have to like move my head to f- see the mini map, and I like <laughs> can't see where I'm driving. And I'm like, "God damn it!" I, I wish that there, there was a way. There are definitely games where they put the map like overlaid in top of the middle of the screen, so I can see both things at the same time, or something like that. I, I just felt like it was way too far to move to see. I, I did the same thing. Uh, what was the other? Like I would look up and check my score and as soon as i came back to the thing i'd be in the middle of a wall like god damn it the mini map in this game would do weird things where like there was like lane changes or something like that yeah it would like cut across the road it was like the weirdest there's like this is a straight (laughs) road (laughs) what do you this is like worse than apple maps it was like (laughs) yeah i I wish there was some way of of the open world navigating you to the different events in the world without you setting them as a specific destination in mind, you know? Like, if there was some way it indicated... You know how it's, like, it shows at the corner of the map that there's, like, a like a style event in the general northeast direction? Yep. Something slightly oh, more helpful than that, considering like, there's a body of water in the middle. Oh, I know. <laughs> Forza Horizon. Oh, I love that game. That is a good open world. Yes. I, I can't explain why it's a good old... It's just, just that it's fun to drive around that world. Do you, do you have any... Expound, is it because there's a daytime? Like, why, why... It could be because there's daytime. Do you have... I, I just... Unlike I this game. Say, Need for Speed is depressing. It's dark all the time. It's like Seattle. No. <laughs> This game was awesome. It was, awesome. Like it was cool, cool and rainy. World. Yeah, <laughs> all the rain, the rain. looked good. There's a bunch of fluorescent lights all over the place. See, I thought it looked cool to race through this city, but I do feel that you're right that it is kind of unlively. It, but it's still beautiful, I think. So I kind of enjoyed. It felt cool. It. Like I liked the way it looked while I was racing, but I did not while I was driving around it. I don't know why. It was kind of this like. Uh, it's kind of almost the Arkham Knight thing. They're like, oh, why aren't there any civilians here? Oh, well, they, they it's a cold day, and or it's a New Year, so everybody's staying home. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no, there's no cars on the road because it's 2 a.m. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah, I almost wish that there <laughs> we wasn't We didn't have any budget for around. additional cars, so. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that leads us into the fact that it's always some kind of night. Yeah, I up in the hills, really dis- there's kind of a du- uh, like a dusk dawn? or dawn. So yeah. is the the dawn versus dusk versus night? Is that location coordinated? I think so. Okay, I find that like the transition between the two really distracting because it's almost instant. Like it just like it fades the skybox. 
I, I, I never it. noticed it. Now that you mention it, I, I I'm thinking back. I'm like, it is always dawn in the mountains, isn't it? Like I, I didn't even, I, I didn't notice. Some of the scenes driving down from the mountains into the city were just beautiful. Yeah, there was one specific race against Magnus where uh, it came down. You came down through the mountains and you go by this waterfall, mm. and I like literally like took my finger off of the trigger to like notice this waterfall, like slow do down by it a little bit. I was like, oh, that's really pretty. Um, the world was pretty. For all um, intents and purposes, this game was a blue line that I tried to stay on the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. Um. Will, you had a couple questions? Yeah. Uh, so one was, we kind of briefly s- talked about it, is the Jim Kana. Do you guys, is this a thing? Do you guys yes. know what this is? It's Tell like me part more of the about X this Games, thing. for example. Yeah. It's a, a very, very, very technical form of driving. So the, the most uh, common example is you take a parking lot and you set out a crap load of cones. Um, I think the most iconic uh, what is it? How did we conclude it was said? Jim Hanna? That's what Will said. J- Jim yeah. Hanna is what Jim Hanna? Sure. Amy said once in the game because I was, I had no, I thought it was Jim Kahana until she said it out loud. So, Jim Kahuna is a thing where <laughs> the most iconic. Oh, yeah, Jimmy K. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Uh, the most iconic scene is. Uh, <laughs> you might know him from other such films as. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't. I can't think of any. There's uh, actually like uh, it's actually in the game. I feel like because they're talking about it and they like try to show you a video of Jim Kana, but the the phone doesn't load. Like you said earlier, yeah, the joke is like, right, But there, if you, you can go on YouTube, there's like like they You'll get some amazing smoke videos. the tires a lot, and they like do a bunch of donuts like really really close to yeah. So you have a, been to cones and D people. Are you familiar with this as a yeah, concept? It's it's more technical than that so just imagine mm-hmm. a ring of traffic cones sure with like one cone in the middle and a driver like drifting around with like one inch to spare on both sides like again and again and going again. completely sideways and th- stuff like that we would not be able to think about doing yeah it's like the ultimate parallel parking practice except fast better yeah and then there's so then from there you move into like these crazy courses that are laid out in really small areas and the driver's like you're scored directly against the number of cones you knock down, basically. Mm-hmm. So that is a thing. Hmm. Interesting. It's in um, part of the X Games. Kind of like how, um, I think like I said, trials. That that's a thing too. I forget what it's called, but like riding a bike or a dirt bike on like really technical like courses oh, that involve yeah, like logs that. and steps and stuff like that is a thing. Um, that's a, and a bunch of consider it in the same. Stuff, yeah, I would yeah. consider it in the same school of like weird pseudo sports kind of thing people like doing hacky sack stuff with uh <laughs> soccer balls kind of thing you're like or or holy uh, shit what is freestyle it? walking what do you call it <laughs> parkour oh, parkour yeah there you go <laughs> well that's awesome <laughs> okay so my my other question was kind of more of a technical question um in other racing games where I learned to drift in the first place, there was a basically a cross drift. Can you cross drift in this game? Can you by that I mean I'm drift? like drifting to the right and then I drift to the left without breaking my drift. Yes. Is that a thing in this game? Yes. So you just have to have a beastly enough car? Yes. Yeah. You that just need to power out. through the transition? 
there's some missions where like I can't imagine. Well, I guess I could if you I had that you car that, that you were just driving. <laughs> <laughs> the Ferrari F40 grip tuned. But there's like certain certain courses out. that like are like drift challenges where it's like so set up that you're supposed to right now turn to the left and, and drift, drift to the left. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Drift chain. Yeah, chain is that drift. What you call they they okay. bring it up too. Like um, when so you're tuning your old. car, she like says like because one of the missions is to like get an adjustable or adjust your suspension or yeah, something like that's that. That's the one that I comments. She's like. Oh, like this will help you uh, chain your drift or something like that. I was like, okay. So okay. it's just like this is the thing. Like you have to like tune a lot in this game to like get the feel. Because I like kept that was the problem with loading in the garage because I had to load in my garage, tune it a little bit here, and like this is way too yeah, I much. Yeah, you could tune from the get menu. it back from. Pro- well, at the same time, it is kind of like they talk about it. Like you have I to know. get the feel for the car. Like you, in real life, I suppose you can't just like so. Well, so pro be, like, tip, I don't know why you're driving it. Where you can, like, get up on the the dyno or something. I don't know. Pro tip. And I don't, I feel like they changed this midway through while I was playing it. But I don't, I, originally I didn't think you could get to the map in the garage. So I was always exit what? the garage, wait for that to load, load up the map, teleport to the new location, wait for that to load, start a oh. mission, wait for that to load. But... But now I know you. Now I know you can use the map from the garage. Yeah. So the new pro tip is never exit the garage. Well, that's because as soon as I saw exit the garage, it's like oh shit, no, wrong way, wrong that, button. <laughs> that's what I um also. But that's what I did. That's why I never knew I could change my car because I would go in, I would tune my car, and then I would immediately go to the map and go out. So if you don't hit that circle and back out, then the option to go buy another car doesn't come up. So like. I never, I never thought of it. I can't imagine avoiding the open world at this level. Like, I just started to teleport so, recently, and I'm just kind of like, I'm only doing this because I'm rushing through this game at this point. For me, it was like, okay, I need to figure out the next, me- the next mission I need to go do, right? And so rather than a bring me to the near, navigate me to the closest mission, some icon on my screen, nothing, I have to go into the menu to find the, the next mission I want. Okay, so if I'm in a mission, I might as well just start the mission from there. But being that said, I have to go find it on a map. It's fine. So I go find it on the map, and now I can either navigate or teleport. I'm like, well, if I've already gone through all this trouble to go find this thing on a map and, and, and go through all these steps, I might as well just teleport because I'm already at the... I mean, there's so no opportunity cast. Be there? I I think there should be reason or reasons or ways to get there without getting to the map like that should be the way you teleport but the way i find it should be way easier than that. yeah like navigate the nearest mission a button yeah. on the d-pad at the very least considering there were three unused i just don't or know just why. navigate me toward the closest thing regardless yeah. and i can just choose to go to it or not yes if i, I want to that. right i just don't understand the reason like you said it would you didn't say it would bother you, you said something though what is the reasoning for driving around this open world city like, the only thing I found to do in the open world today, because I could care less about the collectibles, was to challenge other drivers. And you weren't even doing that because you weren't online. Correct. Um, Not a plus member. For I me, I just, it, w- it was all negative, right? I just get yeah. slammed into a random point in time, yeah. people going the wrong way. Like, there was no benefit. And I know only that visual damage doesn't, like, hinder the performance of your car, but fuck that. I feel like a big part of card of, of racing games is looking at your car while yeah, you're driving it, right? Exactly, like, and I wanted it pretty. to look pristine every time I got into the beginning of a race, at least, because I'll fuck it up by the end. Well, if damage isn't performance-related, I think there should be a way to turn it off for exactly that reason. Yep. Do you guys hit the back of your car? 
Or, or do you see Ooh, the front question. of your car somehow? You Actually, the front of your car when you're like, driving they... sideways around the corner. <laughs> good, good call, good call. Well, I just I'm drives like... with the camera pointing backwards the whole way. I do turn the camera around a lot. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, you just got to look at your car, you know? <laughs> I'm like, so, I run into shit all the time. And whenever they do that intro cut scene, I'm like, oh, shit, the front of my car is all banged up, but the back looks fine. <laughs> That's all that matters. I feel like so, all they ever do is zoom in on the raindrops, too. What's up with that? Like, They're like, oh, look, look raindrop rain tech, drops. we're almost as good as yeah. Drive Club. We're almost as good as Heavy Rain. Oh. A whole rain generation rain. ago. <laughs> oh, wait, there's a remaster. Is that out yet? I, I didn't even know there was. I will just ask Alberto. Um, so, okay, so did you guys ever do the events that were not, like, the plot missions? Like, a little the bit, and the ones the that they, the Eddie missions that were added at the end, I did a bunch of, a couple of those. <laughs> so did you ever just added wander the around? Update. Yeah. So the excuse okay. me. Uh, but for the most part, I was just trying to get the game over with. Yeah. So did you? You didn't ever just wander through the world and stop at whatever distra- whatever events distracted you. I, I tried and did that for all of about ten minutes, but then did it bother you that there was only one garage? Yes. Because I feel like a different one that started you out in a different point of the world would have been interesting. Oh, that's a good point. Just better. If there was. You know what would be what would make this uh, open Which world interesting? Doesn't make if sense. If to logically. get your like wraps and stuff like that, you could drive to different custom shops or to get different tuner parts or something like that. That would be cool. If yeah. there was anything different in anywhere in the world, but there isn't. There's just either racing events, or I don't even understand why you would get those collectibles. Like I guess if you really want the the free parts, the stolen parts, free in quotation marks too. Is that kind of that the, whole thing was kind of. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, this thing fell off a truck. <laughs> that still doesn't make it okay to take, but whatever. Well, um, this was just like straight up like, oh, there's a there's a pickup truck parked outside this guy's house with a box in the back of it. Free part. Like, oh. So it's just wrong. I w- I w- you bring up a good point cuz I've been this is another thing I've been thinking of. Um Nate and I have had this conversation a lot in the past. Um I like my racing game to be an RPG with racing as combat mechanism. <laughs> like that's what I want from a racing game, and so yeah, there are a lot of games that are that not that. Um, or was this I, a half scratch? I, as I was playing it, I was looking at like the the car parts and stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going from blue to purple to to gold. This is getting better, but for some reason, it, it just wasn't doing it for me. And it, it wasn't until Polly just brought up that it's like. It was just a matter of clicking by the best all the time. It yeah. wasn't like it wasn't I was... like different styles or that your driving style affected what parts you were unlocking to push your car in a different direction. I didn't have to... While Amy's missions unlocked a very specific path, there wasn't like, okay, Amy's missions unlocked better and better tires and Spike's missions unlocked better and better roll bars and give me another name because I'm running out. Robin, Manu. Manu oh, or, nice. Yeah. They they had better steering capabilities, like so. I actually had a reason to go do those things to get better parts to make my cars better. No, it was just like press press buy whenever I. I really had wish money there was a button a, for max out whatever upgrades you have available. Yeah, particularly because that menu was horrible. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't know the what control, I had, and I had to go did. Back. Anybody else have trouble with the controls in the menu, like button presses not actually happening or something like that? Not particularly. Like that happened to me a lot in tuning and like visual. 
applications of decals and stuff like that. Like it'd be like, oh, I felt like the decal like editing system was kind oh. of a little laggy. And also, Just, um, resizing or trying to like rotate. Yeah, there was some buttons missing. I felt like, <laughs> yeah, I was it like, was I like, don't feel like. Okay, uh, I, I I can't remember how many times I'm trying to match up the size of my text because you have to do each text letter individually. So I'm trying to spell out emotive really? pixels yeah. on the one letter on the, at a time on and the hood of a car. Picked such a long and, podcast name, and the only if way only it was the dire cast. <laughs> <laughs> one letter at a time. It's like a regular podcast. One letter at a time. But dire. get this: you have to size each letter individually and line it up with and itself. There's no numbers. And it's just so up and down on the control guess. pad, but it's like, like super fast. <laughs> so I'm like. Up, down, down, up, up, down, down. Like it was so infuriating, and like it ended up not looking it's like that great. Piloting anyway. a Kerbal Space Project. <laughs> no, it's yeah. way <laughs> worse than that. <laughs> yeah, the the vinyl edit. The, ugh. It makes it all the more impressive that when the patch added the the wrap downloads. Thank God. Um, well, community community upload so wrap Daniel wrap wrap Daniels <laughs> wrap Daniels <laughs> wrap um, made me feel real bad about myself because I was yeah. like, wow, these people are amazing. At, yep. Like, did they just draw a like an anime girl with a bunch of shapes somehow? Okay, cool. Are they cheating? I don't yeah. know if it was like online, like a website or something like that. They I where they did it some when of that stuff. Cheat and have like a web portal. They're like, yeah. our rap editor sucks so fucking hard. <laughs> we made a web version. You I, know how shitty web designers are. Somehow they're even better than our UI designers. I feel like some of them must mm. have been because like some of those were just way too good. That has then, been a thing. While we're talking about it, there was like, also quite a few offensive ones. Really, um, they had to put a uh, report button in there because oh. like especially if you when i went to the gti there was like so many nazi um like swastikas and oh. ss mobiles and things like that i was like Dude, wow that's really sad yeah was that the only german car in the game uh, i think so it was it's racist I, I felt like the car selection was just so, so quick throwback um i wouldn't have noticed even if this were in the game but I thought this was the game that I think the Bombcast was talking about that they had a bunch of old generation cars from like the 360 era, but they were just down, down, uh, down resed. Oh, is the, that a Put thing? the old models into the game. Uh, is that, am I thinking the wrong game? I don't think this is the game. I remember that conversation, but I don't, I if didn't know. If it's okay. somewhere, so that maybe, would be amazing. Cause so, I, I, you kind of remember that, though, I, right? I do remember the conversation on a bombcast, but I don't think it was about this. I can't okay. remember what it so was. It though. must not have been because it might. I think it was a grand. It was the newest Gran Turismo. That would be the. I down, think that's what the, it was. The low poly okay. versions would, is okay. a Gran Turismo thing. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. Different. No, I, I, I don't even know what the fuck I'm too. playing. Then. There's not enough in, <laughs> cars in this game for that to be an in, issue in this game. In Carbon, there were so many missions that some of them had you driving like. The things that were clearly automata, like first it was police cars, which weren't like high res enough to be like looking at from the camera view. And then like if you kept going, it was like dump trucks, which is the camera wasn't even designed for that. You couldn't see around it. Like, so, yeah, I'll talk more about carbon in a little bit. Um, I kind of like that this game had a Hot Wheels sponsorship. I think all the body kits that were designed in house were like branded with Hot Wheels, and like, since the interface had room for text describing that company's background, it was like, only the most outlandish body kits are brought to you by Hot Wheels. And I was like, wow, I wonder if Hot Wheels is doing okay. I kept seeing the Hot Wheels trucks on the road. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I read that text 
um, hoping that there would be some kind of description about the part I'm getting. And it's just like every time it's like, this company makes wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. Wait, why Why was your example wheels? Were you trying to gain glean performance information from each of the wheels you Not were buying? Not performance, like some kind of, like, oh, it, what cool size thing. rim is this that I'm putting on my car or something like that? Oh, this were one's bigger. All, this one's smaller. Were they? Did you run into any issues where some of the wheels couldn't be fully sized out to, like, all the dimensions? Because in old... Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if that was... Yeah, some of the... Some, some rims of the, like, like the, only up to seven. Well, I think it was a lot or, of the stock rims, like the old car stock rims were like... Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Because those come in a fixed size. That would just look weird. There were older games where, like, some rims only came in certain size ranges, and you wouldn't know that until you, like, bought them, and then you'd be like, <laughs> I would like rims bigger than 15 inches, please. Yeah. And you have to, like, get a, the, whatever the word is, the extenders, so that they come out the side. And, <laughs> and there's, like, Spanish it doesn't also. actually explain That's it at all, but you buy the two front wheels at the same time, and then the two back wheels at the same time. And there's not really oh, yeah, an option to... It should be like, dude, would you like to apply this to the... I found out towards... It does it with one thing, right? Like when you paint, it's like, do you want to apply this to yeah. the hall? Yeah. Why doesn't it do that with my wheels as well? It's probably because in a lot of racing cars, the back rims are an inch or two bigger. But I mean, still. I think it's because they took a long time trying to make a menu around like walking around your car and it didn't work at all, <laughs> but they just kept trying. So one of the one of the things that initially... It feels like a... A programmer hired as you a designer. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. One of the things that... So I've played every single Need for Speed game with the exception of, I think, the one before High Stakes. And I checked out very recently... Uh, what was the most recent Need for Speed prior to this? It's probably on iOS. There was the most wanted... Re- no, okay. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Excluding all the non <laughs> non PC platform ones, is it a training uh, car game? wasn't it the run or is the no, run no, not no. the last? It was the most wanted, the reboot of that, which I played a bit of, and oh. then there was something that felt very much like a clone of that. Carbon, dude, no, Carbon was from two thousand six, and Carbon is the best Need for Speed to to date. I got nothing. Yeah, neither one of us are going to argue. And I didn't play that. that other most recent one. One of the things that really drew me to this one was all of the marketing that I saw anyway was like kind of gearhead oriented. It was like kind of focusing on all the parts you're going to be able to buy, just how deep the visual customization was, um, just how good everything looked. Yeah, the, a lot really of the cool. decals were actually like real parts manufacturers and stuff like that. Which Definitely. Was, which was neat. And EA has their own racing team basically speed hunters it's really more of that what speed hunters speed hunters is is like a car culture magazine but it like it shows up as like a big sponsor of a lot of teams so it's not they don't really have their own team but it's kind of like that's a big thing um so yeah that's what speed hunters was uh is where am i going with this so i really like that um and I Hot Wheels that is that where we got to for paid here. out kind of well, but just the lack of car variety made me kind of sad. Yeah, which we kind of talked about earlier. The Hot Wheels sponsorship and was how, neat. The, half the, the lack of Carl's Jr. Really. sponsorship was noticeable. That's fair. What was Star Starburger? Starburger. Starburger. Um all right, what's next? I had a um uh, issue that I ran into a couple of issues actually. Um, Let's talk bugs. Yeah, um, the first one I don't know if it actually qualifies as a bug or if it's just 
because it's an online world, this can happen. There was like a good whole day where I couldn't load up the game at all. It would. Uh, that sounds bad. Yeah. It would. Um, you know how when you first start up the game, there's the blue loading bar, like the long load. Yeah. Um, that would get to about 75% full and then it would just stop and it would just hang out in that screen forever. Uh, I let it sit there for like an hour and a half one time and I kept trying to restart it and just wouldn't do it for me. So I ended up actually returning that one and I bought it digitally. I never had that problem again. So I don't know if it's a a disc disc related thing. Could have been, or it could have had something to do with the server. I don't really know what that blue bar is doing. Did it bother you that whenever you put this game into rest mode and you brought it out of rest mode, it had to reconnect and then reload? Yes. I never did that. I hated that. I don't turn off my machine. Oh, which well, God. in this case. Which were, there were a couple of times where, where before I realized that it didn't actually have a pause, where I'd hit pause and walk off, and then like all of a sudden be like smashing my car, getting people run, randomly running into me. Like I got like my car got smashed up against the building. I was like, what the fuck? What's going on? And it was crazy. The pause button is broken in this game. Yeah, I started oh, doing that to people because, like, well, I would do it. started because, like, I started challenging people. I was like, all right, like, you pull up next there's to them and you press R1, thing, yeah. and they'll, a lot of times they accept it. So I was like, all right, let's do this. But then sometimes. What's that just, about? I didn't actually do it. So there's, it depends on where you are and what you're doing, but, like, you can either do an outrun race, which is pretty much like you have to outrun the other person. It's it just one. picks a random point in the map. You got to race. Or there. like if you're up in the mountain, the turny part, then it's a drift challenge against them. Excuse me. Did you say the turny part? The turny part. I love it. The All mountains. Right. <laughs> the yeah, man. Uh, windy roads. You, you may not. You <laughs> layman may a, not be familiar I, I, with. It's a Gaimkana uh, term. Actually, it's turny part. Jimmy K. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, I, I was doing that. But then like I started getting annoyed when people win it accept my challenge and uh that's when i started messing with them and that was probably it was probably a bad thing to do but <laughs> it they, was so much fun <laughs> when they're just like you roll up on people who are just like idling obviously idling. no it didn't start with that the idling thing came way later but like people who are driving and they don't accept my challenge so then i like drive into them a little bit and then get in front of them brake check them really and just, just like nudge nudge this person isn't responding quick enough nudge nudge <laughs> But yeah, slam, that's what slam, it turned into. Somebody's sitting them. there idle. I don't know if they're in a, a screen, if they're trying to go to the map or loading up a race or anything <laughs> like that. But then you just start pushing them. <laughs> and so let's see Smack. how far we can get them. <laughs> God. Uh, it, it turned into fun. But the main, uh, the funniest bug glitch that I ran into was my uh, first, or I think it was my second race against Magnus. Um, I, um, l- I, loaded up the first version of it like before restarting and i was beating him pretty good i thought but then i got the um mission where i went 200 miles an hour there was a mission from amy to go 200 miles like an challenge. hour okay. yeah. and i was so surprised like- that i got it i thought like i oh this was just a short race like i didn't pay attention to the checkpoints or something like that so I, like let off the gas and i like you know cause, oh like, you thought I, you'd beaten the whole mission yeah so then I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't actually meet, beat it. So I restarted, and when I go back into it, Magnus uh, talks, but he's not there. There's just no uh, opponent car. So it was a race against an opponent without one of an opponent racing me at all. So I just took my time, kind of 
<laughs> leisurely. I actually did have the same thing. And there's a bunch of like stage start stuff where. So it is a common bug then. I would say if if there's a racing game without opponents, it's probably not a good good there, thing. There's a bunch of like stage start. You don't always like all start at the line or anything. There's like these rolling starts, which I think is kind of cool. But there yeah, are some of those where you like positions sometimes. You're like and stuff way like that. ahead of your people, or or vice versa, like way behind. So yeah. kind of interesting. I have no idea where he was. He I tried waiting up for he the spawned guy. Spawned inside a wall or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but that's um, interesting. I think that's a, that's a pretty big bug there. Um, I, I, you just reminded me that there was one, um, there was one race that I kept doing over and over and over again. Just just couldn't get it. It was that drift race. Um, so I, I know what the start of the race looked like. Like it kept it popping the four super sports cars, and then you'd like trail after them, right? Um, so one of the times I was messing with my tuning, I teleported back to the map. It plopped me in. So I hadn't started the race yet, but I saw the four cars drop in. And I'm like, that's weird. And then somebody else right next to me, like he was about to start the race, slammed into my back and pushed me off the start point. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like it obviously popped, plopped me right in front of him, right as he was starting his race. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. Anyway, that's really funny. I was curious about the um, I don't know what section this would fit in otherwise, but there was like that one kind of event where you would be doing like a drift race. And when you get up to out front, you'd have a higher multiplier, right? You would get like two X like points and you'd be just is that just the main drift type of event? I don't know. I thought the drift thing happened. The the drift train happens when you're near other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, So something that really bothered me is if you didn't have the right kind of car. And you got way out ahead of other people. It was like not giving you any points. The trick about that, drift racing that I found was you just don't win the races. You like for the drift challenges, you go slowly around corners and power slide as much as you can because the longer power slide, the more points you get. So the the thing and that the the tr- drift trains, you just have to pretty much stay in the back because any car I was ever in went way faster than these yeah. guys. So you just have to stay behind them and then drift behind them, which isn't so, fun, but. Yeah. So my a little... my going in assumption because of other games I've played is that normally as soon as you contact anything, then your score is gone. Yeah. Right. Normal. Um, in this game, contact with other cars doesn't count to that. Yeah. So you, um, I was going in with that assumption. I would like stay behind the train and see all these guys and just try and stay close enough to them that I was getting that multiplier. But once I figured out that coming into other car contact doesn't stop my stuff. I was just like muscling my way into the middle of the pack because they prevent me from hitting the walls. And so then I'm like drifting in this pile of cars. Um, (laughs) It became way cooler after I figured that part out. That was an effective method. Actually, (laughs) I found you could like, sometimes you could get sandwiched in between two cars drifting and they just kind of carry you along. (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah. That's really funny. So I, yeah, I thought the drift challenge like that's a good point though. I thought the drift challenges like the the mechanic of it was actually broken like the way you beat it, but I thought drifting in the game was fun. They just is, couldn't find a good way I to just, actually incorporate it into the racing. Is there a I can never quite figure out what the approach vector is supposed to be to get on a good drift. Do you guys in this game, there's multiple ways to do it. I mean, you could cheat just, if you really want the best way to get into it, I'd say is start using the handbrake. To kind of get a feel for it. The problem with the handbrake is it cuts your speed so much so fast. That's why you get the handbrake upgrade to weaken the handbrake. 
Oh, okay. And once you once you I make what the, the handbrake hand all the way weak, was. you can start off by just tapping square Tap for the handbrake, and then you'll get a, the... it'll like pretty much automatically put you into. A, a, but once you get the feel for that, then you just kind of like tap the brake. You can keep it going that way, maintenance, and floor it, and just kind of you'll get. A you good. use the actual brake to get into. That's what I ended up doing. Yeah, I'll like right before a corner, I'll jam on the brakes really fast, and then uh, jam on the gas, and it'll put me into. Like, huh. And turn all at the same time, and it'll kind of put you into a drift. And do then you kind of pump the gas uh, you, while you're going around the corner. Oh. So this is going to make less sense in an audio podcast, but say I'm coming up to a turn, right? Do you approach from the outside and aim toward the the turn, or do you approach from the turn and kind of stay tight on the turn? In theory, the first is always the correct answer. So you come but from the out in this and game, drift it's, In this game, it's like anything. It the, the problem is that this game lets you put yourself into such a sharp drift so quickly that starting on the outside and aiming for the inside is going to put you into the wall on the inside, you know? Yeah. Um, so I would throw myself, count like, counter to all the rules of racing, I'd throw myself, like, from the middle of the road, like, following the beginning of the curve, throw myself into a drift there and just try to follow the, the middle of the track, which you could usually do pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of those things that's not... That's more of an arcade game feature, I think. Yeah, it makes so it easier for like an unplanned drift to happen. I feel like in this game, like you can totally like accidentally drift around a corner, and it works fine for you. Like you don't have to do all this planning. Like there are definitely games where you do. Yeah. Um, this one's just yeah, like you said, more arcade style drifting. But that's the thing. Like the, yeah, I feel like the tuning aspect of this game is like they didn't know if they wanted a tuner or a or a like sim game. And they just like left it up to you. Like, how do you want to race? But they didn't do either one very well. There, there <laughs> yeah. was one. Yes. There, okay. Uh, the, there was definitely one thing that just it hit me a couple times, and I'm sure I was doing something wrong. Where like I would get stuck trying to drift, but I would like get stuck on a wall. It couldn't. And get I, off. I like couldn't get off, and so like I I was like the joystick was as far away from the wall as I possibly could and I was just like stuck against this wall so then I'd like tap on my brakes and immediately come off the wall straight into the other wall (laughs) I was like what damn 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 yeah that's annoying it it felt almost like because my rear tires couldn't fishtail out I was drifting, but like not getting any benefit from it. So like I would have to stop the drift, which changed the direction I was going. I, I don't know. It just felt weird. I, I I think that that kind of summarizes like to me the engine felt kind of wonky. It wasn't always predictable to me whether or not I I knew coming into any corner I could drift in that corner, but it was very difficult for me to to feel like. I had nailed the perfect drift or like I was drifting exactly where I wanted to be drifting or that I really had a lot of control over what was happening, you know, which for the most part makes drifting kind of fun, but it doesn't leave me feeling very satisfied that I played a large part in it for better or for worse. Yeah, I I feel like it. There was somewhere there was a sweet spot in there where I was having fun. I don't know if it's how I tuned the car or the car I was driving or or something like that. But like I feel like I had to make that game be fun to drive. But I feel like yeah. to me at least the grip style 
drove like complete garbage like yeah, it didn't no. control like a car new no, it bad. was a weird which is interesting because it reminds me of so the run um well go ahead i i tended to my style was just drift side on on the tuning typically so normally i was one or two in and it wasn't until i like got to those final drift races where you had to push it like all the way to drift um but i used the the full grip for like sprint races where you're just going and you just needed everything you got so i i never used full grip but i didn't use like the the i don't know if you're talking about just the one bar at the top or each individual thing like i never like just did that one bar like i always went in and, and oh you did a bad different things yeah i almost always use the top bar because i looked at them and like fuck yeah i don't know what this are particularly like one of them um there there are two bars that don't get touched by that top bar and I looked at him, and it's like the amount of roll yeah, and the amount of squatness or something the, like that. Um, sway bars, I think, are the two. Sway. And I, I, I looked at those descriptions, and I have no idea yeah. how they would change anything or what I would yeah, have expected. I thought, I thought or that too. I was like, what, that doesn't really explain what it's – because every other one was like, this will help you drift. This will help you. But that was just it. It was like controls the amount of roll or squat your vehicle, and it doesn't tell you which way – <laughs> it does or, or what those things or are why i would want that or yeah. what situations or how that's going to feel is yeah. this going to make my vehicle tumble is this like <laughs> it was, it was like... the only time where they went completely technical not even that technical really but where they just didn't explain shit right. about cars um they could have said like controls how many uh words. goblins <laughs> live inside <laughs> the flux capacitor and <laughs> the reticulating splines <laughs> There are a couple, there are a couple of spots where you can get airborne in this game, yeah. and I think that feels like crap. You know, yeah, okay, yeah. I, like I feel the, like they on the rails sides or whatever. It was scary to yeah, me. Yeah, rail sight. Yeah, yeah. Like um, every time, like the, it feels like you. The camera goes underneath the back of your we basically underneath your rear wheels, so you're like looking at the car in a super awkward position, something like that. Like every time there was a jump and the blue lines are telling me to go off this jump, it was like completely scary to me because it's like, oh, just drive into the cement wall pretty much. You'll be fine. <laughs> and like the blue line actually like goes up over it. It just like was because there's not a lot in that game. Like sometimes in a road you'll get a little airborne, but like what you're talking about is when it's, comi- well, it's comical sometimes. I don't know if this happened to you, but sometimes it would be like you're over the buildings, like you're just what? up there. Like, did that happen to anybody? I don't think I got that high. There were, like, but... jumps over buildings? As no, it wasn't, a like, a jump over a building. It was, like, those little, like, I don't know, loading oh, docks yeah. or something like that. But, like, sometimes if you hit it in a certain way, you would, like, go comically high, like, above the building. Like, really? you know, I, clearly we're not supposed to be there. And it was just, like, and then it just slammed down really hard. It was just I did that's get funny. uncomfortable. I did briefly, like... And car a, jumps are fun. Have a collision with another car where, like, our cars were inside one another, and I noticed that they modeled the driver of the car you're in and nothing else. <laughs> really? So it was like this guy sitting in the middle of these two crashed cars. I'm like, what the? F-? That's funny. And it was just like a shape. It wasn't like textured or anything. Huh? Yeah, there was there was some. Uh, I don't know. It was like a weird kind of when when driving didn't go collisions and things like that felt weird like when it was like the oh you just got into a car crash it's pretty much a cutscene now thing it looked nice but when like that didn't happen it looked like real awkward and i just don't think frostbite's meant for racing games cutscene 
it's gotten a lot better since the run uh but i just it doesn't feel quite right and their older need for speed games felt so much better i think what is the one it's not the run is it where you actually like drive across country or something yeah, like the that run is that like the run? on the on the run from the cops and there's like a cross-country competition what is it new york or chicago to san fran oh that is it see i would like through the rockies and stuff in the snow and a lamborghini yeah the run is a cool game but it sounds like fun (laughs) imagine this game without the tuning options and you're not on the type of tuning that you want your car to be on (laughs) it's kind of how the run played Mm. what else we got uh Oh, I thought I of another uh, open-world racing game that I'd like. Oh, Spin oh, tires. Uh, okay, that's not... <laughs> <sighs> is there an overworld map in that? There is an overworld map in that. There Are there is events quests and challenges? and objectives. Around? Really? Yeah, you have to pick up logs and bring them to the log place. Dang, I hadn't watched <laughs> enough Let's Plays. Uh, what would that be, a mill? A timber mill? Yeah. The log flume. You know spin tires, right, Will? I have no idea what it's we're talking Russian, about. It's the Russian, like, dirt hev- and mud heavy yeah. trucking simulator. This could be the American truck simulator for all I know. I it's know. way better spin than American truck way, simulator way because, metal. like, pretty much, like, you have this, like, really it's big a physics Russian toy box. Yeah. Like, uh, you have to get a load, but it's not like you're driving down roads. You're driving through, like, the Russian... A swamp. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much through a Russian swamp. And, like, the mud physics are really good, so you get stuck. And the actual mechanic of the game is I getting yourself unstuck. I couldn't Like, by backing up and going, going forward viral. and using a hitch and things. It's <laughs> you, so much fun. It's pretty crazy. Things get uh, bad in that game so quickly. That's totally going to be in our intro. The mud <laughs> physics are really good. <laughs> uh, I'm serious, I feel though, like, like if like, I heard that, I'd be like, oh, they're talking about spin tires. Like, you should at least, at least do yourself the favor of looking up. The mud physics in this game. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. That's all. I'll, I'll accept that as a. So, so what made the world fun? Is that it was a challenge to navigate? Yeah, that it was a challenge to navigate, and that like every new section you un, you found was like, I don't know. There was like wonder to the world. Like when you like found a new way somewhere, it was like exciting. Um, whereas like Need for Speed was just like, there's all these roads and there's it's some races humdrum. on them yeah so were different areas of the spin tires world different or was it all bleak and russian it was all bleak and russian but but in it felt like way. a real like like when you're driving in like the forest area it felt like a real forest like it, i don't know like that's cool it felt like you could find your own way through places whereas this felt like very much like there was paths and then everything else was like invisible walls that were buildings it wasn't like an actual open world. It was just like a bunch of streets. I'm assuming you mean like it felt like that because in reality, Polly, an open world is a bunch of places we don't drive through. <laughs> I don't know what kind of truck you drive, but apparently you drive like a monster truck and drive through buildings and you <laughs> feel like it. <laughs> um, um, no, it, it, that is what I mean. It, it felt like... There wasn't like a, a lot of exploring to do in it. Although it was a big world, I didn't want to explore at all. Yeah, I got gotcha. um, you. I st- I still think Need for Speed Carbon is a better version of this game. I'm really happy that they rebooted this and that they're getting back to the roots of what makes a Need for Speed game. But this one, it felt like too much of its personality was trying to come through those cutscenes and not enough in the actual world. This game looked really pretty. It was gorgeous. I like the rain. I like the rain a lot. I like the sky. I liked. 
But I liked all the environment. Character You're models right, were like really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was it was a very very pretty racing game. That is absolutely true. This is the second prettiest racing game I've seen. There was a little bit I thought. I don't know if I'm alone in this because everybody seemed to be like complimenting it on it but there was like a little bit too much uncanny valley of the i don't know if that's even the right word for it of when a, your car was in the actual like uh real world cutscenes or fmv cutscenes. Hmm. did anybody else get that maybe it was just the way i like put decals on my car and had a very bright colors and stuff like that but it felt Mine like looked like it fit perfectly yeah so. right. interesting it's probably something to do with like the shadows or something didn't work for you yeah I, it just felt so much like that is totally not there. <laughs> the green tarp is back. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, does anyone want to rate this? I Normally I wouldn't want to on a game I didn't beat, but I kind of want to. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go for it. Okay. Well, what do you say first? Uh, so, um, obviously I'm not a racing game guy. So, you know, take everything I've said with a grain of salt today. I just did this for fun. Um, I can, I'm kind of glad that I have this now. So whenever I do get that itch, which for me doesn't come around all that often, I have something to kind of go back. And uh, it looks nice that there's kind of, um, like Polly and I said, I'm not sure if we said this on the podcast or not, but it looks like, the missions just go on forever and it looks like it's a fairly deeply supported community or not community supported like developer supported like they're adding additional races if all that means is they're just picking two spots on the map and saying that that's a race then you know um but it, it feels like they're adding a lot of extra stuff this weekend was the the valentine's day weekend 30 percent extra rep yeah which which does me no good because i'm maxed out now but you know whatever maxed out on valentine's as in um, one or maxed out on rep also that but um nice. congratulations as on far as i polyamorous. know <laughs> as far as i know there's no reason you, you can get levels over 50 but i as far as i can tell there's no reason to do that i'm very surprised that you're like maxed out on rep yet you had like i was absolutely not maxed up on rep. like i'm at level like 36 i think or something like that However, we seem like we're both kind of in the same area of the story. Generally, same spot. Well, this makes a lot of sense if you were doing events more than once to, like, beat scores and stuff. You yeah. probably have built up a lot more that way. Mm. Yeah. I had to grind a bit between my two cars, so there and was a it, bit of that. It's also possible we're only at the same part in the story on some of the story path. Like, you seem like you went through all Amy's stuff, and I, she probably gives you a lot of rep. Like, whereas I went through a lot of Spike stuff and Manu stuff. And it kind of went all over the place. So. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm talking. Sorry. <laughs> was I driving? It was uh, so interesting. I had happened? to jump in there. Um, yeah, so uh, it's a pretty game. It's a good, good racer. The loading times were atrocious. That would be my biggest complaint to this game. The fact that... There wasn't as much RPG-ness as I would have wanted. And, you know, why I come to these games in the first place is, is my second detractor. And then, you know, if you're going to do so the... You, you would have liked some... Like, what kind of RPG-ness? So the, the game did have a lot of different, like, trees in that, like, you had, like, your speed tree, your build tree, 
all these different ways to build up points. What would you like to have seen those points do? Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Cause it, even it, if it, they like, were independent. To be perfectly RPG-ish. Even if those things were then, independent and I had, like, some reason to to go for each one, that would yes, have been a better yes, thing. Yes. Um, I'm thinking, like, the, there there's a whole mechanic where there is, like special gear there's like legendary equipment in the world it sucks and there's no reason to go for it but you know there there like we were saying amy's the only branch that unlocks anything if the other branches just unlocked different things if you know if there were yeah all of it felt as far as the rpg part it felt like there's an optimal solution that's a a gaming terminology to mean that there is only one way yeah. to go and beat the game and best parts, if you do anything car. else it's just taking you longer yeah so um it did very much games feel like are, that uh, uh, games are way more interesting and feel deeper when there isn't an optimal solution um and and they, there can be in different parts um we were kind of wavering on whether or not to talk about the rubber banding because that to me feels like another situation where you have an optimal solution if if you don't have rubber banding then it feels like just get in the front as fast as you can and go as fast as you can is like the always the optimal solution to win the race in in games where you have a rubber banding situation you have to kind of think more tactically about it do i want to sit in second place until the very end and then and then overtake you know and and, and it, there becomes more thinking about and strategizing on the fly that you don't get in a system that's just you know interesting be, be go as fast as you can yeah um so that side tangent of the way um not really my thing uh i can see why people had a lot of complaints about it but i've found it pretty good other than the, those atrocious load times uh it feels it's kind of like a yeah, nice kind of meh. Somewhere between a ne and a meh. So I think that's like a seven to me. Fair uh, enough. How about you, Paul? Um, I would go into a racing game looking for good driving first off, and I didn't feel that at first in the game. Um, I'm very confused as I, to... I thought you'd go into the driving game looking for the soccer ball to kick. Well, that's definitely that's a driving game. But this is a racing game. There's, there's a difference. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. Sorry. I, now I understand. Now it's much clearer. <laughs> yes. No, I'm even more confused. You just lost four points because it's not Rocket League. Um, but I think he's going to stick by that. I just may. I'm gonna. I'm adding and subtracting points as I talk now. Got it. Um, the thing was, like, I I kind of get what they were going for with like i do feel like i tuned it till i got to a place i was comfortable with it but at the same time i don't feel like anything else felt good and i can't imagine anyone else feeling anything else felt good so i don't know why you keep giving me thumbs up i'm very confused (laughs) no i I was agreeing with you sorry (laughs) (laughs) until you're super awkward i can't Imagine a universe where anybody feels happy. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
um, no, that's just like that's that's the thing. Like it, everything else felt so bad to me. Like the driving in this game felt so bad until I it was until it was like perfect, and I was really happy with it. So that's why I'm so confused as to if it's a good driving game or not because <laughs> I thought it was garbage until it was great. Like I don't know if it's a if it's a tuning thing or if it's a personal preference thing. I I really don't know what it is. I wish the game was always like that, but it could just be like. Because I felt that of, across multiple cars. That's really interesting you, to me. You know what killed it? I, I thought about this earlier. I for, totally forgot about it. The thing about the tuning is it seems really cool, and there are all these options, but it takes me 30 seconds to go try it out again. Yeah. So if I'm like, yeah. oh, no, I want That's a slightly I said, I harder. I there was a way to, like, a dyno or something where you could, like, just, like, even if it was some area of the world where you could be driving and then go into a menu and tune and then back into the world. Yeah, even if you did like a, a test track or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be a some bad, way, bad like idea. Some playground for the tuning. Yeah, because yeah, there are all those. It's not there's, worth the There's 900 screens. options, but there's, if I'm, yeah. Yeah. Which I guess brings us back to the love screen issue. Sorry. But yeah, Sorry, that, was, that was the other part. So, so eventually I ended up pretty happy with the driving because I... I it got to a point where I liked it. Maybe I got better at driving too. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But um, there was so many other problems that hampered me from enjoying my time with it. The the restart, loading you back into the overworld was a huge mistake, I feel like. The whole fact that it was an online always game like didn't feel like it brought anything good to the experience. I would have rather just enjoyed these races and if they were planned a little bit better without like making me do these strange off-ramp turns that you didn't know was coming up. Um, I don't normally have a problem with uh, obstacles in games like other uh, passenger cars or even having the other drivers. Like sometimes it's exciting if somebody was coming in the other direction, but more times than not, you'd be going around a blind corner and somebody would slam into you and then you try to restart it and you have to go back to the overworld and it's just frustrating. Um, so I feel like they really like the whole design philosophy of the game was just not what I was looking for in a racing game at all. And it, uh, held me back a lot from enjoying it this game feels like there were a lot of really good like developed ideas for in a lot of different pieces but it never came together like there wasn't an overarching story is not the right word but like uh design momentum right there was it's it's almost like there was like good ideas like oh can we do that yeah let's do it and it's like no don't do that like we don't want it. like another thing that comes to mind is the fact that you would get a new mission while you're in the middle of a race like yeah all of a sudden like your phone would ring and answer thing. it and like I thought it's like the oh this is a this is a forty five second conversation like are you serious like it it's like the You'd be like, oh, I can make this really awesome rain physics. Oh, it's going to increase my load times by 15 seconds. That's cool, right? <laughs> like, like uh, yeah. it, it feels like they didn't have the overarching, okay, you know, this is a cool idea. This is how we accentuate this. This is, this loading time is unacceptable. Here's, we're going to drop these things to make that. It didn't feel like there was a... Uh, like a de- like design a directive of philosophy. Yeah. Like, a, like, yeah. yeah. Um, like an overarching something they were going for. They were just like putting throwing, everything that's ever been in a racing game. Yeah, throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks yeah. pretty much. And a lot of it did. It feels like you had a hundred different people working on a hundred different parts of this game and they all submitted it at the end and then we're like, okay, well, it's done. 
and and I thought I was excited about the uh, the FMV, uh, and I, I I liked it a little bit at the beginning, and as I said, I just kind of fell off it. It got like I don't know what the right word is if it's self because it wasn't too serious and it wasn't too jokey. It was kind of just corny to me, I guess. Like downing bland energy drinks and like I don't know like trying to be the best was not like a story that interested me at all if they maybe if they got into more of the like underground like if there was some kind of like bad guy or something like that i don't know but it's just something that was like more of a story than like the strive to be the best underground street racer just i don't know it felt kind of lame to me so um that being said the driving ending up being good is a good thing everything else is pretty bad and it's also not rocket league um very damning yeah that's tough um so i don't think i'm gonna subtract the four rocket league points i'll be generous and i'm gonna give it a six for being a fun driving racing game while it let me race but not exactly being a racing game (laughs) you've talked me into it i want to go back to six too (laughs) what was critical reception of this game horrible really not not like uh tony hawk 5 horrible but still pretty bad what um was mostly critic- because it looked uh at e3 it looked like it was going to be this beautiful um beautiful really deep thing it, it, it because of what i just talked about how it feels like there's just a hundred different hundred completely different features it like it fills up the the back of the box bullet points really well oh you can do this you can do this you can do this it just doesn't come together um and so and a lot of the open world stuff was um detrimental like we were talking about so so that was those were common sentiments from what i heard i see like a lot of like threes and and three and a halfs and stuff like that what um five i'm assuming out of five yeah yeah oh out of four um (laughs) It's like, whoa. Yeah, that, yeah, we were expecting out of 10, which is the confusion. Um, but I don't know. The, that's the weird part about this game is I still had fun with it Like while I was able to race. It, the thing that's, that's bringing the score down for me is how many times they stopped me from doing what was fun in the game. Like there, there was exactly. the Designing the car that's even the- was fun to me, but like the menus were so clunky and like hard to work around that it also made it a frustrating experience. Like there was a good chance for this game to be a great game, but instead it was like super mediocre to me. There's stuff like, it took me a while to figure out like, is that an oxymoron? Super mediocre. That's right. It took Will a whale to figure out whatever he's about to say. (laughs) Holy shit. It took me quite a while. (laughs) I can enunciate. I promise. I just like the idea of it taking you a whale, a whale of a time. (laughs) (laughs) I had, a whale figuring out how to, to figure my car. Um, I think there was something. I, I, I did it so long ago I can't even remember because once I figured it out once and got it set, I just made that a wrap and put it on all my cars. Um, but I think th- there was something like backing out of a menu was or backing out of an item was weird because like if you pressed to back out it would like sell your part or it was, something it was it, the decal like, menu they focused they oh, brought yeah, you that's in what it was when you went to 
put new decals on or or adjust decals or anything like that. They brought you into like the layer screen, and it was very confusing as yeah. to what you were actually doing. If you were deleting things, if you because what would happen to me every time I'm trying to put a new decal on, instead it goes to the one that I already perfectly sized, the letter M in Emotive Pixels, and now it's in the wrong spot and it's way bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the that sounds terrible. Trying to I trying to look at the decals and i think i it had like a blank black decal or something and i was like what the hell am i doing here i couldn't even figure out what's going on like oh that yeah. was so frustrating yep I, all the ui stuff was frustrating anyway sorry I'm, I'm you're almost talking me down to a 5.5 but i'm gonna stay at six i think because i did like zooming around corners that was fun you know there's some fun driving it's, in there underneath all of that yeah I feel like I can go back to this game and still have fun with it, too. That's the sad part. If, like, you guys would want to, like, get in a, a crew race or something like that, I feel like we could have fun with it. But the game needs to get out of its own way. Got, yeah. Yeah. I. What do you feel, Nate? Hated it. <laughs> almost on the exact opposite token of you guys thought almost everything about this game was cool, except for the driving. And I felt the driving was just not very fun ever because it never felt challenging enough. Nor did it feel fun enough because I was able to comp- consistently do what I wanted to do. The skyline. Was that like mid-level car or something? Yeah. Okay. It's a mid-level car. Upgraded just about all the way. Um, and the Scion. Scion was fun too. And did um, you tune a lot? I tuned enough to get pissed off at the loading screens. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I ended up going just left of center. Just a little bit towards the drift, basically. Um, yeah, I, I definitely could spend more time with that. I, I think a big part of why Sorry, this I'm game not trying to tell you you did me. it wrong. I'm just trying to no, yeah. understand where you're coming from. Exactly. I, I think a big part of why this game did work at all for me is I've played every single other one of the games that this is, I think, very clearly looking back at. This is a game that's looking, but what, between 10 and 15 years back to the first Need for Speed Underground now, which was, what, 2002, I think? Like... This is, I, I think their whole mission in making this game was the Need for Speed brand is dying. We need to go back to what people remember about it. So I think that's kind of why they have all these, the design committee sort of thing, is they're looking back at each of those iterations on whatever uh, four or five games those were, right, in that window of time that they're looking at. Um, Underground 2 is really, Underground 2 and Carbon, I think, are really the ones that this mainly is um, looking at for inspiration. And so, in that sense, there's not a lot of... I think some of the only really modern things they're putting in the game are kind of the speed wall, kind of the the persistent online, just kind of those, I don't know, the things that are more or less seen as mandatory now. Why did the persistent online work so much better in Paradise? I don't even remember why. Like, I, I feel like it had a an open world with other people racing around it all the time, right? Do you remember that, or is it just me? So, I'm curious, was that persistent, was that online, or were those just AI cars? I thought they were online. I th- I think you're right. I just don't remember that being a part of, like, that's not in my memories of that game for some reason. But I, def- I know for a fact, just from watching videos, and I didn't even play the game, that you could have other online people on in there with you. But I don't know if it was yeah, a yeah. requirement. I, th- I think God, you're right. I feel, like it, I, feel, I feel like it was what this game 
was trying to do it just, I just this one they i've never cared about that wanted that i've always been satisfied to drive around so there's there's some gamey gamey design stuff that you can do and when you see it you, you they've made a mistake the stuff like um in first person shooters you tend to not want to ever uh pop guys off screen when possible you want to like you want to see the guys coming yeah you don't want to be oh i'm dead why am i dead oh because somebody just popped two feet to my right and i never saw them kind of thing um so there, there's stuff where you like you're figuring out what the sight line of the character is and then figuring out how to populate stuff there um i feel like that kind of smarts about figuring out how you populate characters oh, and then sorry and then to slightly slight tangent is where like um the order the only the only place people popped was directly in front of you so if you're in a if in a warehouse full of boxes the only things are going to pop right in front of you anyway sorry that's exactly what i'm talking about as soon as you see the edges you see that okay they they overdid this then you then it's broken but you want that kind of organic feel the natural yeah um in this game, it feels like they just didn't do it at all. Cars will load up wherever they are, where they are, when they're, you know, they could be completely across the world. They could be directly in front of you when you're about to start a race, you know. They're wherever they are. Um, like, you could have done, you know, been smarter about it and be like, okay, cars only will only bring people into the world if they're, you know, greater than four blocks away, but not 50 blocks away or something like that, right? Um I feel like they could have been way smarter about. So you had the way experiences they... of cars literally just appearing in the road in front of you. Well, yes. I appeared we in front of that, that guy. Absolutely. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, um, that happened more than once. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um. But it, it just felt like they paid it no regard. It, they cars would pop wherever they popped. It, it didn't even matter what was going on. Hmm. That sounds unfortunate. I felt like. I, I, I feel well, like I, feel I saw like a guy having anywhere, a race like, in the di- direct opposite direction as I was. So I had, had oh like yeah. three cars come at me, and I had four cars going at him. And I'm like, that happened to me. That sounds awesome. Times. I've seen like <laughs> I've seen like three races going on in the same area at an intersection. It, that part I thought was cool. Like, I, cool? I feel like people yeah. weren't popping like anywhere. Like I see what you're saying. Like because you can, there's only a few places where you can pop in either at a race start or near uh, like a garage or the trailer or something like that. So there's only so many places where somebody can pop in. But if it's Uh, only in those places, they should have been able to... Scatter them or not pop them together. Like right in front of somebody. Like if you're already waiting at a 45 to minute and a half (laughs) load screen, you might as well like take another five seconds to let somebody get out of the way. That's funny. That, that, That does explain that piece. Why... Everybody seems to pop in the same spots because you don't, you can't pop anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's only in the high traffic because because yeah. that's the thing. Me and at least me and Will are just uh, fast traveling to uh, these locations yeah. that you can. Whoop, We're not whoop. driving around. <laughs> We're warping our car. So that that checks out. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know what else I would say. I I really like the way that I I really like the way the game looks. I go to these kind of games first for. You said you liked everything but the driving. What other stuff did you like? I like the way it looked. I like the way that it felt like a slightly more modern version of the games they used to love. 
Um, but that being said, at the end of the day, it kind of made me want to go back to co- and play Carbon again because the drifting just felt way better in Carbon. Are and there, there was more challenges. And I do urge you to push your tuning a little bit further into like the uh, halfway between grip oh. and center, like three quarters of the way grip, I guess it would be. The and not grip, uh, drift. Yeah. Push it a little bit because that's where I pushed my it all the way out to drift and that was like, whoop, that, too that's, much. Uh, the, the better your car gets, it feels like those start to feel better later. Yeah. And I, I think that's been kind of my experience with the past couple Need for Speed games and that kind of bothers me because I don't feel like it should be that way. I feel like every car should feel great in its own way. Like you might not like feel like you have a ton of power, but it should feel like you're in control of the... Or it should so, feel like a car, like yeah. an individual car, and they, they yes. didn't in this game. Yes. If you just have them stock, it feels like a I red wagon with so, his nice. So there's on another it. part where you could you could have add more gaminess, right? If in that initial car, you know, steering could only go from negative twenty to twenty, but on the other car, yeah. you could go from negative five to five hundred. Like this car is always like, going to be tighter. You can tune in it, but it's always going to be tighter. And and, I and want you could see how it related like, to the other things. Where like the highest end cars are not necessarily a hundred percent, like of those values. You know, yeah. Like where some cars have an advantage just because they're different style of build. Yeah, it feels, and it might be in this game. For all I know, it is. I just I have no way of seeing that i have no way of comparing the menus don't show me any of that the only way i can test that out is by going through the damn two minute load screens and it's uh, yeah it's pain uh the car selection was i want to say small but maybe it's just because a bunch of the cars felt irrelevant to me um which is I, i mean having historical cars in the game is cool but i don't know um did the way you way you purchased cars or did they were just there at any point in time did you think that was a good thing or a bad thing that or there wasn't like unlocking new cars you weren't unlocking you, you, it. i don't know how they would have like explained that within the game world as opposed to the idea of just buying the cars outright you know like pink slip races there's oh no, yeah pink slip well, races that would have been really they cool. did unlock the like other than nakai the character cars right nakai san and magnus those weren't available at the beginning so they did have cars that you unlocked. They just, to me, they weren't interesting. <laughs> I were didn't unlock just, them all, though. Were they builds of cars that were already in the game, or were the, they totally? I think they were totally new. The two cars I unlocked were both Porsches, though. Oh, um, yeah. Nakasans, and then Magnus drives like a '67 Porsche uh, CJ, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I don't think I'm going to be quite as hard on that as you guys are. Um, and I wonder how much of that is because of my past history with the franchise. It feels like it'll be fun to go back to. I know I know enough about these games to know that the better your cars get, the more fun the game gets. And I guess I'm kind of just tired of that as a paradigm. When So in the middle of playing this game, I went back to Drive Club. And just, Drive Club feels just miles apart from, from this in that sense. Like even in the low-end cars, the game feels like a good solid engine where you have a good idea of what you know and it feels like the same game as you progress through cars whereas this one feels more like there are some cars where it's miss and other cars where it's hit and it's kind of like i don't know maybe that is the tuning i'm not sure um what other rambly thoughts do i have 
music we didn't talk about music the soundtrack was so thoroughly mediocre which is kind of a shame because i felt like all the other games that came before you guys both did it yeah i didn't like super middle i'm hoping that super mediocre and exponential what would you say sorry uh, exponentially average or something like that. A lot of it was an- oh, mildly sorry. annoying to me, but th- what I'm trying to figure out is if we can get you to lower your score a little bit to punish this game for being bad. Oh, you're trying to... Uh, <laughs> well, what, what other, score do you what think I'm going to What am I, the Alberto? In the, in the racing game genre? Guess I, my score. I, no, I, fe- I feel like you're probably the most knowledgeable in the racing game genre. Wouldn't that mean my score is going to be the lowest? You said that... Uh, padded by nostalgia, though. That you felt a little bit... Yeah, padded by nostalgia. What's it, so it going to be, What Paul? I'm trying to fi- figure out is a way to erase that nostalgia factor. <laughs> I don't know. Just just playing around with it. What's your score? Do, yeah. do you making me guess what your score is? That's correct. I'm going to say that your score is a 7. Damn, that is correct. Oh, I thought he was going to say 8, but... No, okay. this is a 7, especially after going to Drive Club. Um, which is admittedly a totally different style of game, but... It just, yeah. Um, Here's a slightly different question. Soundtrack, God, meh. Right now, modern uh, systems. What driving game would you recommend? Is this the one you would recommend, or something else? Of all driving games out right now. Yeah. Like at present, or for 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 modern systems. It's a tie between Drive Club and Horizon Two. I would go with Rocket League. God damn it. <laughs> I really should have said that. <laughs> Rocket League certainly has a broader appeal. Yeah. It's not a racing game. It has nothing to do with this podcast, but every time you say Rocket League, I want to go back and play Kerbal Space Project. Project. <laughs> program. Program. program what? Project. Whatever. How? I'm so into fucking the rockets right now. Oh. Yep. That checks out. Uh,. That would be my recommendation. This is... It's good. It's pretty. That's nice. I really want to know what they're going to do next. Is this Ghost's first game? I don't know. After Criterion kind of stopped doing the Need for Speed thing? I think it is. So Is I, this I Ghost's like, last game? Oh, snap. <laughs> um, I, I was not. actually not trying to be a dick. I was kind of serious. I, I don't think know that, how well this did. I think they want to keep this franchise alive for as long as possible. So I'm sure... This used to be yearly, right? For a while. They alternated between Black Box and Criterion. They came out with a Need for Speed movie, but not a Need for Speed movie, the game. I thought that was strange. (laughs) That is pretty much what happens with every... (laughs) I don't even know what that would have been. Street Fighter. So uh, what I'm saying is, obviously, it's not. They're not trying to do like an annual thing because they could have easily pumped that out. But maybe they're getting that with their iOS or uh, mobile uh, game apps. Could be. Are you serious about that? You didn't know there was a Need for Speed movie? No, no, no. The the iOS iOS game. game. Yeah, yeah. They got. Is this like a CCG or something? No, it's like a race. You know, there's tons of mobile racing games. None of them are very good. I don't think. Like, he isn't like access control or accelerometer controls to drive or what that or tap on the side of the screen i think yeah it seems like a horrible experience yeah i'm not into it a lot of people are into like asphalt and stuff like that yeah asphalt's the one i always see plus it's like on the seventh now what are we talking about mobile racing we are in a strange corner of the (laughs) 
feel like all of a sudden you were talking about the seventh day. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, and on like the seventh seven, day like he sat on asphalt. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Need for Speed No Limits is the newest uh, mobile game. There's also Most Wanted. How much do they charge for that? Uh, that would be free to play. Editor's oh, choice. God. Most Wanted is four ninety nine. Um, I can just, but you can get the free one. You can get a five ninety nine speed pack. Yeah, this game gets a seven. You, you get the ability to reset the race <laughs> for twenty five cents. <laughs> Your five dollars gets you a reset ability conveniently. All God, right, take my money. You get four resets per hour, and if you want to wait, oh God, they regenerate slowly over time. Yeah, I but think if you we've use said, our special currency. Oh, enough. I think we've said just about enough about this game. Any final thoughts? There is, of course, the final question. Would this game be better <laughs> as a racing game? I would say yes, it would. Yes, yes, if, yeah. yes, yes Drive Club is better. All right. See ya. This brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the Emotive Pixels podcast. If you want more from us, you can find us on iTunes and at our webpage, www.emotivepixelspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash emotivepixels, or follow us on Twitter at emotivepixels. And as always, keep Keep on playing. playing!